You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadpog podcast. It's a show that happens every damn week. Every week. Every damn week. Even though it feels like it's been a long time since I recorded. It feel like it's been a long time. It has not. It has been exactly one week. Mm -hmm. It's just been, there has been a whole span of Dragon Con between (laughs) then and now. Yeah, you had a vacation and I had work. Yeah, a lot of work. (laughs) I had a lot of work. (laughs) How's that work going? Uh, It's getting better. Is it all? It's getting better. Almost all done? All the work? Uh, I, I, bet really. we're, I bet we're halfway. Hey, that's better than not halfway, I, mean, I guess. Because we have everybody, we have two teams. One team's ready like to go. Like the X-Men, gold exactly. team and blue team. That's always, whenever they say that, that's always what I think about. Yeah, are you are you Beast? You're Beast. Beast? See, I th- see. it's weird, it's weird <laughs> algorithm because I, I think of the management as Fantastic Four. Oh, you think of the management of Fantastic Four yeah. that are over the X-Men? Yeah, I mean, no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mr. No, <laughs> no I, I agree. No, no, but no way. <laughs> I am with you. I think they're like rebooting the Fantastic Four. I heard something about that. So yeah, they should, they should let Marvel have the rights back to that. <laughs> I think that's, man. Maybe I'm misunderstood, but I've heard a rumor that like that is pretty much happening. Good, because but then, like then Marvel said, can make a good movie out of Fantastic. Yeah, Four. that would be cool. <laughs> but like I said, I can't like. That is just something that I heard. And I might have made it up. Yeah. But I just made it up on the well, spot. Well, that's what they should do. Sony should be like, okay, well, three strikes, we're out. Here you, you can, here you go. Here's it back. We'll, we'll keep it Deadpool. You can have this one back. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. I don't know, man. I don't know that the Fantastic Four, I, I, I would love to see it work. I just think the Fantastic Four is so like. It's probably pretty hard to do. Pretty dated. I mean, you know, when it's like everything is like about weird science stuff. Yeah. Where. I guess that worked in the '60s because everything like seemed really far fetched. But like, what do you got to do now? Like, I, I just want to see them get that back and get the rights to Galactus and have some of that shit going on in Infinity War. So. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> yeah, that would definitely be cool. Right. Yeah, I didn't think about the Avengers like tie-ins and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be that's the way to do it. Like, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know that I want to watch another Fantastic Four movie. You that may or may not be happening. Another Origins, <laughs> another Fantastic Four Origins. Yeah, because they couldn't, they couldn't do it. If, Marvel got it back. They just have to pick it up and not yeah. do another origin story. Yeah, I watched the Jessica Alba one because Jessica Alba was in it. <laughs> but she's invisible, so no, <laughs> not for all of it, <laughs> some of it. Mm. But you went to Dragon Con. Tell me, tell me about Dragon Con. Yeah, I did. I went to Dragon Con. Um, it was awesome. I am back way too fucking soon. It feels like I don't want to be back. It sucks. Uh, we got there and then it was a drunken. Blur and haze until the last day, and then we, I snapped back too when I uh, went to start the car in the parking garage, and that wouldn't start. Uh, Are you talking about phone yeah, switch? Yeah, uh, because I totally did this thing where it's like I parked the car when we first got there. Never park at Con. Never ever park at the hotel at Con because it's like super expensive, and you might get a boot on your car, like I did the first year. And uh, we saw some people with boots on their cars this year. Well, Felt see, J- Jacob had to move. Uh, you normally, know, you park at Jacobs. Yeah, kind of, <laughs> sort of, normally. But it's like, I don't know. It's actually 
like parking at Jacobs was really nice of him to let us do that, mm-hmm. but it is really super inconvenient because it like <laughs> you totally have to like get a ride in mm-hmm. to Con, which means that you have to get a ride in, yep. and it's like if you're leaving your car there, you're not driving, so it's just kind of like. Well, see now now that I'm familiar with Uber, like yeah. I feel like it'd be a lot. Ten bucks, okay. Go get my car. We're done. Yeah, that would be really good. So. The, I think the best way to do it is to park at the Marta station and uh, the parking garage. And then at the end of the con, pay $60 and you've paid for all your parking done, yeah. and it's That's done. That's true. Uh, but you got to like take the, you got to take the train in to uh, right near the hotel and then carry all your shit in, right? Mm-hmm. So um, we packed light, which was awesome. I was like super proud of Nikki because like we, Showed up with a suitcase, a duffel bag, and a cooler, and that was it. And um, so we didn't do any of that nonsense where we drive to the hotel and then drop off like a eighteen suitcases, four coolers. You know, we didn't do any of that. And then one of us drive to the station, park the car, and then ride the train in. We just fucking did it all in one go. So that was smart. But like, what wasn't smart was I left a USB charger plugged into the cigarette lighter mm-hmm. in the car. And the worst part about it is I was getting on the Marta when I realized that I had done that. And I told Nikki, I was like, ah, shit, I left the I left that thing plugged into the car. And she was like, you better go and unplug it. And I was like, no, I don't think it pulls a charge. And really, I just said that because I didn't want to walk back to like, I didn't want to like leave the station, cross the street, go up four flights to the Mm -hmm. parking garage and then unplug that thing. Meanwhile, this is like we had waited like 10 minutes for the train to arrive. So it means we're going to have to wait another like 10, 15 minutes for the car Mm -hmm. for the next train to arrive. So I was like, no, I don't think it pulls a charge. I had no idea. I just oh mine doesn't so I wouldn't have thought anything about it. I just like convinced myself. I was like, yeah, it'll be fine. Like I never put it to the test. I reject this reality and substitute (laughs) my own. Right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'd gone into work before with it plugged in, and then come back out and everything's been fine. Yeah. But I guess when you leave it in a parking garage for a full four days with it plugged in, (laughs) uh, it's a totally different scenario. So yeah, when we got back out, uh, I put the key in the car, turned it, and I heard just rapid clicking, and I was like, the battery's dead. So I did something that I never, ever liked doing. I flagged somebody down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, hey, can you give me a jump? And thank you, James from Dragon Con. Mm-hmm. Uh, not James Livingston. Uh, <laughs> but other James. Uh, the friendly friendly James from the, uh, from the parking garage. Uh, he gave me a jump, which was great, until we stopped to get gas three hours later. And the car wouldn't start again. And it was like, oh, uh, this fun. The battery completely. Yeah, the battery's absolutely fucked. Uh, and it was. So on the way home, uh, after another dude who reminded me of McElwain's dad uh, jumped my car. <laughs> Dad-o-wain. Yeah, Dad-o-wain. Uh he, uh he was really cool. And he was like, you probably need to get a new battery. I'm going to tell you where the nearest auto zone is. And it's like, okay. He's like, it's 20 minutes away at exit 114. It's like, all right. Mm. So we went there. Got a new battery, put it in. It put us like, all of this put us like an hour behind schedule. And then I got home. We talked Henry in. I streamed. Pretty drunk. Streamed pretty. I got pretty <laughs> drunk again. It was like, yeah, that's right. It's been I'm, a bad day. Yeah. Well, not just that. It was like, yeah, it's been a bad day. But like, also, dra- I refuse that Dragon Con is over. Even though I'm home, <laughs> it's fine. I'm going to drink. Well, it's it's over when you have to go to bed to get up to go to work. I know. Since you were off today, like I know, you, one, you had one more bonus day. Yeah, which is tonight for sure. Like Dragon Con ends tonight. Tonight, yeah. Which really really sucks. Maybe I'll get one more stream in. Get super fucked up tonight. Stream, <laughs> stream some Shining Force. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shining Force Final Conflict. Yeah, man. Sweet. It's 
It's fan translated. You're damn right. It is. No, no, no North American <laughs> release for that bad boy. No, and and I don't, I don't get it. You know, I think it would have yeah. been a good release, but so far I think it's pretty solid. We're, we're going to do an episode on that, so I don't want to talk about it too much. Yeah, but I, I need to get back into it, dude. I bought uh, the Messenger, which just came out, um, which is like new Ninja Gaiden. I don't know if you, uh, I don't know, I can't remember if I talked oh, about it I on got, the show. Do you or have not. Ninja Gaiden NES an NES card? No, I sure don't. I have one. I'm going to give you as soon as we're done. Awesome. Where'd that turn up? A yard sale. Yeah, you get a good price on it. A dollar, dude. That is fucking rare to find shit at yard sales around mm-hmm. here. Because it's like every time I go on Facebook, like Marketplace or something, there's or Craigslist, there's always someone on there who's like got old video games. I'll buy them, and it's like I don't know who they are, but like they're like getting everything pretty yeah. much. His so name cool. is Tyler Dunnigan. He's, yeah, I know. Tyler Dunnigan, like, does get a whole bunch of shit, for But sure. I randomly, and it was, like, 11 o'clock on a Saturday. Like, normally everything is fucking picked over. Yeah, and that is late, dude. Because Melissa wanted to go, and we we just stopped to buy a random one, and he had three Nintendo cartridges. What else did he have? There. Uh, bought some old Taco John's cups. Cool, man. Uh, some old Pizza Hut cups. Nice, dude. Like the like the pizza like the red ones with like the cracked kind of texture. No, no, no. To them? no. These oh, were okay. the like the to go cups, like the rad oh, designs okay. and the Pizza Hut when it had the hat, the Pizza yeah, Hut, hut yeah, symbol on it. Yeah, totally. Some old Hardee's cups with like, oh, mo- like a moose or something on it. Like, are they plastic or glass? No, plastic. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. what I really want is I remember being a kid and I remember at some point I think it was Hardee's had glass drinking glasses that had like prints on them right yes, like they had did. like california raisins mm-hmm. and i think this is gonna sound crazy because i was super young but at some point i swear hardy's had some kind of like cubert promotion thing where they had like cubert toys and because mm. i remember having one of like cubert on like one of the the purple discs or whatever with, like mm-hmm. the rainbow center on it <laughs> and i th- i could have sworn they had like cups too or drinking glasses i should say i bet i think you're right i feel like i remember the california raisins glasses because yeah. I, I had the california raisins like with two you know pipe cleaners for arms yeah like, yeah those yeah toys yeah those for sure i and know hardy's the little plastic those. ones i've got all the little plastic oh ones man too. you do you have them still i think my mom has them. oh shit dog mm. that is awesome yeah i don't know where mine are scattered to the wind yep uh what else and then they said yeah somebody came i had a nintendo and a playstation one out here and somebody came and bought all of it and i forgot i had these games so i just set them back out i was like all right i'll take them so what were the what were the two other games two copies of mario duck hunt oh well bummer so i'll just take them (laughs) but yeah whatever right yep since since i bought them she's like oh you just had those cups for free Sweet deal, thank you. Three three games and a bunch of old cups for for three dollars. Hell yeah, Done. that's the real benefit of going at eleven o'clock because it's like you you might not find a whole bunch of good shit, but what's there they're gonna they they fucking yeah, want to go. They, it's gone. It's trash to them. Yeah, you found their trash. Eleven o'clock is trash hour at garage sales. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, that's really sweet. I'm glad that you. I'm glad that you stopped by. I'm glad that you thought of me when yeah. you saw Ninja Gaiden. So I was like, I'm gonna give that a date. Hell yeah, yeah, dude! I'm excited. I almost bought Ninja Gaiden at Dragon Con because they had a booth set up selling old games. And by and when I say I almost bought Ninja Gaiden, what I mean was I almost you, looked. You saw it? No, no, not even that. What it means is I I saw a booth where they were selling Nintendo like NES games, mm-hmm. and I was like. Well, there sure are a lot of those, and there's also a lot of people looking at them. And I'm sure it's overpriced, so yeah. I'm going to assume that Ninja Gaiden and Ghosts and Goblins are in there, but I'm not going to buy them. So yeah, I'm going to give you that Ninja Gaiden and my TMNT that's in there as well. Oh, you fuck yeah, yeah man. All right. I, I still need to beat TMNT. I never, I've never beat that one. I've gotten to the Technodrome. I've almost gotten the Shredder. one screen from Shredder. <laughs> I know. One screen for Shredder. Maybe now. 
Damn. Maybe now with this physical totem, I'll be able to do it. <laughs> so what have you been up to, man? Uh, just work. Lots of work. Work, yeah. We got a package here. That's true. You want to open it? I'm glad you said that. From uh, I keep so much trash around that. I'll yeah, open... there's a lot of trash on I the do, table. I need, to co- I need to come in here and clean this place up and then remount all these. Yeah, those things are all gone. That kind of looks like, because you've got like acoustic foam tiles on the wall, but they've Probably about 60% of them have fallen it's off. It's so crammed in here that yeah. when I get up to leave, I knock you them off the them, wall. You brush them, right. It's yeah. impossible <laughs> to not brush them, and yeah, they do fall off the wall. It does kind of look like a Komodo dragon molting in here. <laughs> <laughs> so this is from Shadowrunner Cody. Shadowrunner Cody, sending us more stuff. We still have your Silent Hill too. And I remember, I see this game, I remember this game. What is it? What did he send us? I feel like I saw Zach maybe play it. Oh, Evil Dead. Regeneration. Regeneration. Which is okay. not the one I, I remember what Fistful of Boomstick was the other one. I don't remember. Oh, is that one. right? Yeah, full everything. Rated M for mature. Well, sweet. I'm assuming this is uh I'm assuming this is a loner as well. Um yeah, I haven't played Silent Hill 2 yet. Because Working on it. It's got yeah, Ash on the cover and then another very small person beside him who I don't recognize. Is it Mini Ash? I don't think so. Let's see. Evil Dead's over-the-top signature style. Use and abuse Sam. Is that a comma? Sam Ash's half-deadite sidekick. Okay. Non-stop action with dual weapon combos. Bruce Campbell as Ash. Ted Raimi as the voice of the sidekick. Ted Raimi. Ted Raimi. Is that like Sam's brother or something? I'm assuming I'm it assuming is. It's and, irrelevant. And his name is Sam. <laughs> What's whose name is Ted Sam? Ted Raimi is. The voice oh, of, Sam, of Sam, the, the half-deadite sidekick. Okay. Chainsaw, shotgun, sidekick, and all-new Deadite army to kill. What more does a real hero need? So Bruce Campbell does voice acting in this? Yeah, I guess he does. Cool. Who developed this? Does it s- THQ. THQ, okay. Havoc and Cranky Pants. All right. All right. All right, I'm down. Yeah, let's do it. And then we can do our... Uh, we can do... Nicole's first episode of the movie podcast. <laughs> yep. And talk about <laughs> Evil Dead. I'm excited. Yeah, dude. So you hear that, Dave? Do you hear it? What? Do I hear what? That thing. That train. Do I hear the train? Yeah. Or is there there other other stuff you want to talk about? That's rolling in the station? Like, we we hit a lull, so I was like, yeah, we can get this over with. Yeah, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and get it over with. Um, I can talk about... I can talk about something that, I, you know, I told my, like, horror, my car battery horror story about mm-hmm. at Dragon Con. Um, there's something that everyone needs to know about if you're... If, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're into board games, um, even if you're not into board games, there's a really, really good board game that you need to buy. I'm not being paid by the developer of the game or anything. Mm. It's just, like, it's such a good game, and it's only $35, mm-hmm. and the design... Dave like, Moore's Board Game Adventure. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's Okay, Here's what it is. It's a shoebox that has Dave Moore's <laughs> board game adventure written on it. You pay $35 for it, mm-hmm. and there will be a board game inside there. <laughs> you open the box, you fill it with your hopes and dreams, right? cover it back up, and wait for it to come true. $35. And that's it. It's the best board game you could ask for. <laughs> it's basically, it's the secret, the board game. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> And it's actually, um, it actually doubles as an Indian in the cupboard, uh, kind of <laughs> cupboard too. Cause like you can put whatever you want in there and it might come to life. Yeah. You just gotta find that key. It might, you do, ha- you do have to find the key. Yeah. <laughs> you do have to find the key. Um, the board game is $35. The cupboard's $35. Uh, the key on the other hand is, uh, like three quarters of a million. Uh, but it's a process artifact lost space and time, but if you can find it, it will work. It will work. <laughs> yeah. Right. We're actually building a religion around this. I like that. Uh, but the game is uh, called Secret Hitler, 
Have you ever heard of it? Yes. I dude, thought about buying that. Dude, Secret Hitler is really, really, really good. good. That makes me happy to see it. It is really good. Because I read amazing reviews for it on Amazon, and I thought about getting it. Fucking buy it. It is worth it. it it's like, it is $35, and it is, the, the game design itself is great. Uh, and the the graphic design as well, like the it's it's really really well done. Uh, it's all published under the Creative Commons, which I think is really neat. Oh, okay. so it essentially means that you can modify it as as you wish, uh, which is really really cool. Like so, you mm. can modify it. And I'm, I honestly I don't know which Creative Commons license it's under, but if it's under a certain one, you could modify it, repackage it, sell it. So I think mm. that's really neat. But it's uh, the whole game is about um, see. I'm curious whether or not you would like it, Tyler, because the game is like seriously like one big trader mechanic, kind of. Mm. Because essentially, when you start the game, the there are don't tell me Hitler's the traitor. Well, not yes, not just Hitler, but there are also fascists trying to help Hitler. Uh-huh, but see, what's okay. really cool is Hitler doesn't know who the fascists are, so Hitler's trying to figure out who the liberals are, and who the fascists are. The only ones who know everything, everyone's secret identity, are the fascists. Because, like, the fascist players who are randomly determined, it's mm. you're given an envelope at the beginning, and inside that envelope it says whether you're liberal or fascist, and if you're Hitler. So if you're, if you're Hitler, you're always going to be a fascist. Mm-hmm. But the the goal is to either get... The goal for the fascists you is... Ju- you just made Jacob be like, I want to make a version where... Hitler's the liberal. Yeah, I mean, sure, you could do that. <laughs> Creative Commons, yeah. Liberal Hitler is the name of the game. <laughs> Only thing that's changed is that Hitler's liberal. Uh, but it is, like, totally straight up a lot of fun because in the beginning of the game, no one but the fascists know who everyone's affiliations lie. And so, like, as a liberal, the majority of the players are liberals, right? And what you're trying to do is you're trying to pass, as a liberal, you're trying to pass, like, Six liberal laws, six liberal policies, and you win the game. As a, that's a liberal victory. And uh, the fascists are trying to get either all fascist policies or enough fascist policies enacted so that they can make Hitler chancellor. Because like once you once you have three fascist policies uh, in law, then all of a sudden whoever if then it becomes a matter of okay now Hitler can win the game because. Each round, someone takes a turn as the president, and the president nominates another player to be his chancellor. And that chancellor, between the president and the chancellor, they are the ones who determine the policies that are enacted. So, like, the president will take three secret tiles and look at them, and they're all either going to say, each one of them is either going to say liberal or fascist. And then the president takes two of those, they discard one, and they take those two and pass them to the chancellor. And then the chancellor looks at them and chooses which one of those to which one of those policies to enact. Mm-hmm. So it creates this thing where it is possible that the president draws three fascist tiles, and no matter what, it's going to be a fascist policy is going to be in play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it causes it creates this doubt because it's like, well. Did they really draw three fascist tiles, or are they just saying that because they are secret Hitler? Uh, so it's kind of stuff like that. And then uh, once three fascist policies go in, uh, every time, okay. You don't know who Hitler is, and you don't know who the fascists are. As a liberal, correct. But you know who the liberals are. No. The liberals don't know anything. So, okay. like, it's a game of trying to figure out who is what. 
And so it's also because of that, it's also a game where it's it's a totally a game about lying because it's like if I'm a fascist, I want the liberals to believe that I'm a liberal. So what that means is every now and then I might pass a liberal policy. Like if I'm a, if I'm the chancellor, um, especially if I'm Hitler, right? If I'm mm-hmm. Hitler and it's like early in the game, I'm gonna pass a liberal policy because I want everyone to think that I'm liberal. So that later on in the game, when someone no- when a fascist nominates me to be chancellor, I'll at least have some, hopefully a liberal voting yes because that's another huge mechanic uh, whenever a president nominates a chancellor everybody has two cards that says ja, ya or nine and you're voting for that chancellor and if the majority is ya then the president's nominated chancellor becomes chancellor and if that is hitler then it's game over hitler and the fascists win uh-huh. so if you elect if if the fascist trick liberals into voting yes for Hitler mm-hmm. uh, as chancellor, the game is over mm-hmm. uh, once three fascist laws are passed. It's a really, it sounds, that uh, that probably sounds like really boring. No, it doesn't at all. But it is like so fast and it's like everyone wants, everyone wants to play it fast because like um, you just want to get, I don't know, it's fun and you want to like get those policies on the board as like fast as possible. Mm-hmm. Essentially the fascist goal is just to sow chaos and like just try to make everyone doubt everyone else mm-hmm. as much as possible because if you do that, they're more likely to, to fuck up. The liberals are more likely to fuck up. Yeah. And then it's like, it gets crazy because it's like, if four fascist policies are enacted, the president can assassinate somebody. The president can just, or execute somebody. The president can just choose somebody. And it's, if it's, since it's a fascist policy, more likely than not, if it's a fascist president, they're going to try to execute someone they're positive as a liberal, which the fascists know. So, I mean, they can just knock a liberal right out. But then that causes suspicion because everyone's like, well, why did you shoot Dave? Like, why did you do that? And then so it's it's a game that's all about like table talk. So they like, couldn't accidentally assassinate Hitler. They could they well, they could accidentally assassinate Hitler, but they'd have to be like pretty drunk. Cause like they know who Hitler is at the beginning of the game. Cause the way it works is really cool. Cause it's like everyone gets their envelope, right? And in that envelope it says whether they're liberal or fascist or Hitler. Uh, and so everyone looks at it and then they close their eyes. And someone announces, in this case, it was Meister Wiley, because he is really good at running board games. Like, really good at running board games. I wish I would have filmed him running Secret Hitler, because, like, it was, like, it would be, like, the best video on YouTube (laughs) on how to play this game, because he did a really, really good job. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, like, so you look at your your cards, your identity, and your, uh, your loyalty, and you put them back in the envelope, and you all close your eyes, and then Wiley says, okay fascist or he says okay everyone everyone put your arm up make a fist and put your arm up uh everyone close your eyes fascists except for hitler open your eyes and acknowledge each other so everyone who's not a fascist has their eyes closed and but the fascists have their eyes open and they're looking at one another and then wiley says hitler put up your thumb so hitler puts up his thumb secret hitler puts up his or her thumb Mm -hmm. and then um the person playing Hitler still has their eyes closed, but the fascists see, okay, that's that's Hitler. That's who we need to get elected chancellor once three fascist policies have passed. Oh, okay. Uh, it's really, really cool. And it is like, I have, I so, call... So could, could a liberal be elected president, three fascist policies, and then they kill the person they think is Hitler and game over? 
Um, no, they can't. Well, if Hitler's assassinated or executed, yeah, it's game over. Okay. It's an automatic liberal victory. Um, there is also like really I mean, that's like that's the riskiest way to play the game. It sounds like, but yeah, it could be it could be risky, but it's more risky for the fascists. I mean, because it's like I mean, yeah, it would suck if a if a liberal president accidentally executes uh, another liberal. Mm. That would suck really bad. And there are situations that can kind of happen where it's like we had one game run kind of long. And it was down essentially to um, three liberals. And no, I'm sorry, it was two and two. It was like because one of the players had been assassinated, another one of the players had been executed. And it's like the liberals had figured out who the other liberal was Mm -hmm. and knew that the other two were fascist. And it was just like we just didn't know because I was playing a liberal at the time. We just didn't know which of the fascists was Hitler. So we had a 50-50 shot because when the liberals Mm -hmm. pass a certain number of policies, they can assassinate somebody. So uh, we assassinated Drew of Hops and Heroes when we should have assassinated McElwain of uh, Contra 3. Tadfog fame. Of course, McElwain's <laughs> But it's really fun because it's like, especially when you've been drinking a little bit, because it's just like, people are... I mean, fascism is always fun when you've been drinking a little bit. <laughs> right, sure. <laughs> Everyone gets really kind of sloppy, and uh, like accusations start just like wildly flying. It's really, it's really fun. There was a game where I was 100% convinced that JD of uh, Ramon Castillo's mm-hmm. uh, old fashioned Ramon's wife fame, <laughs> uh, we were playing together, and I was 100% that she was Hitler. And it's like she was 100% that I was Hitler. <laughs> Neither of us were Hitler. <laughs> you guys, you guys, I am not <laughs> right? secret Hitler. <laughs> right, yeah, like Jacob was doing with Shadows Over Camelot. Yeah. Yeah, I know, which was great. I loved when he did that with all those random people because it's like, I, could, I am the traitor and I can exploit. I can make it, because when Jacob said that, he totally looked like he was a traitor. Yep. And I was like, I'm the traitor and I'm going to take advantage of that because these people don't know Jacob. <laughs> so yeah, it, Secret Hitler is like a really, really, really fun game. I recommend you play it with friends because we didn't play it with randos. I don't know how it would go. Mm. I'm sure it would still be fun, but it probably wouldn't be like the same experience. Yeah, just call a scream at a, a stranger that they're right. a fascist. Just, you know, <laughs> yeah, and it's like people who were passing our rooms like had to have been like, what the fuck is going on in there? Because it's like, yeah, like they're hearing comments like, you fucking fascist and you're 100% Hitler. <laughs> like, like for like four or five hours. We played this game for a long time. McElwain and I were jonesing for it because we played it like one night and then like the next day we were both like, all right, who wants to play Secret Hitler? (laughs) (laughs) And then we did. We played it later that night. All right. It was really good. I bought the Thing board game because I really like the movie, The Mm -hmm. Thing. And uh, Ramon was telling me that it's kind of like Secret Hitler, but like, have you seen the movie, The Thing? Long time ago. Okay, so it's like this. Um, do you know the premise? The basic premise. It's like this alien that was dug up from un- underneath the ice in Antarctica, and it is like infiltrated, uh, um, like a a base, a research base, and it is pretending to be a human, but it's not a human. It's uh, okay. No, I haven't seen this, but I've seen. I've read a lot of science fiction uh, Reddit questions about it. 
it's a really, really, really good movie. Um, it's a John Carpenter movie, and it is it is really good. Um, it's got Kurt Russell in it because it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is like, so the board game is essentially kind of like Secret Hitler, but you go on missions instead of do elections. And if uh, you bring the if you bring the imposter along with you, there's a chance that it can sabotage the mission. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. But um, there's also a point in the game where uh, the, um, the alien can essentially infect somebody else. So you're dealing with, you're dealing with multiple things. So it's really cool. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much Dragon in a nutshell for me. Other than drinking pretty, heavily, pretty good. it pretty was really good. good. It was really really good. And we were like on the sixth floor of the Hilton, like right by the back stairs. It was that was pretty ah, pretty fucking pretty awesome. Yeah, the only way it could have been any better is fifth floor. Fifth floor Hilton is the best floor uh, because you got those landings where you, and tables you can play. Yeah. yeah, and it's like close enough to the ground where you don't really ever have to take the elevator. So took a lot of stairs. Pretty it was good. fun. Ate a lot of food I shouldn't have eaten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you got it. Man, I, did you have you heard of stuffed pizza? That's a thing. I'm sure it's a like a mall chain because it was in the food court. But uh, Romans, have you heard of Romans Pizza? I've heard Noble Romans, but not. I uh, maybe it was Noble Romans. I don't know. I remember Romans because I was I was literally drunk the entire time. Like <laughs> I mean, like at some level of buzz the entire time, uh, and it was amazing. But yeah, they had like this stuffed pizza where it's essentially like imagine in, when they're making your pizza slice. It's a pizza slice. I just imagine they took another crust and like just put it over the pizza and they're like tucked it in. So it's like it's kind of like a, a cal- calzone, kind of like a calzone, mm-hmm. but it's got sauce on it and uh, not as much bread because you know like uh, a ca- okay. I love a calzone, right. man. But like calzones, sometimes they got too much bread in them. You know, yeah, you gotta dip them. Yeah, you gotta okay. dip them. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, calzone without like stromboli or something like that is like bullshit. Get it out. Don't want it. <laughs> um, so we have a local pizza place that totally does that. And I hate it because it's like. Every time I get it, I'm like, yeah, calzone. And I'm as I'm eating it, I'm like, well, this is pretty much bread with a little bit of cheese this in breadsticks. it. This yeah. is cheese. This very bready cheese dish. Shitty breadsticks. Yeah, a big old blob of breadstick is pretty much what it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was cool. Thanks for letting me like go on about Secret no, Hitler for like that, 20 no, minutes. That was very entertaining. Seriously, was, bot, seriously, 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 check out Secret Hitler. If you know somebody who owns it, ask them if they will play it with you. You do need, like I think, at least five players and it takes a maximum of 10, play with as many people as you can because the game does scale and it is like so much more fun when you've got uh, a full group because it is just absolute madness. Let's play two people Secret Hitler. Yeah, unfortunately you can't do that. <laughs> uh, I do hear that. That I do hear that. What is that? I do hear that uh, goose stepping, which of course ushers. I'm going that route as far as like another different kind of World War II train. I definitely don't. Not going to bring that one up. Uh, Here, just train loads of Jews going. No, 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 not no, doing no, that. No. Not doing that. Usher uh, rolling into the station. This is a first time listeners. This is a bit we do about trains. Mm-hmm. So this is a weird like. I mean, it's weird, but it's not like a specifically Hitler thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, of course, I hear that train, which ushers in a segment that we like to call Dave Reads from Wikipedia. Okay, everyone, Donkey Kong 3, or as it's known in Japan, Donkey Kongu Suri, uh, is the third video game in the original Donkey Kong series by Nintendo. Never heard of them. 
Uh, it was released near simultaneously for the arcades and family computer in Japan, and it was later released in America on the Nintendo Entertainment System way, 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 way the fuck later. It was like 1986 when this game came out on the NES, um, and it came out in the arcades in 1983. So like, there's a full three years that went by, um, which I guess in that time, the early 80s, was not a huge deal, but it really honestly seems like a... Mm-hmm really long span of time especially when we get into this game and talk about why we don't like it <laughs> what what you don't know you don't know i mean no spoilers i mean i am probably going to defend this game more than i should mm-hmm. but i'll i'll get into why um mm-hmm. when we get into whether or not we think this game mm-hmm. is good or not Uh, But this game was re-released on the Wii Virtual Console in North America uh, in 2008. And although it is a sequel, this title is a departure in gameplay from previous titles. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This was a Miyamoto joint. Miyamoto did direct this game. um, And it was uh, produced by Gunpai Yokoi. So these are names that we're all familiar with. Uh, and then we talked earlier a little bit off mic about I didn't realize uh, until I watched the Gaming Historian's mm-hmm. video about Donkey Kong 3 uh, that the composer for Donkey Kong 3 was the first video game that the Earthbound composer mm-hmm. worked on. And he so did what? Well, he really did Kid cool. Icarus and Metroid. Did Kid Icarus and Metroid as well. Yeah, totally. That was uh, Kazu Tanaka. So yeah, yeah, Mother One, and yeah. I, I didn't even—I don't know why I didn't realize it until recently. In Mother, the main character's name is Ninten. Okay, Nintendo, or right, yeah, it. Earthbound, NES, Anagram, Anagram for SNES. Uh oh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. I like that. So Mother Three, which I haven't played, main character's name is Lucas. Is Lucas, Lucas? Which, uh, I think they lost it there. Yeah, what's Lu- that? An Lucas anagram? and Klaus. Were, Klaus, were they trying to like get in with like Lucas Arts Lucas or something? <laughs> Lucas, what is that an anagram for? Looking under. Did you say Lucas and Klaus? Luke, Klaus is because Klaus is brother. an anagram of Lucas. Oh, okay. There you go. So they're, they're, <laughs> they're getting in on some of that anagram action. All right, nice. <laughs> they're brothers. All right. Okay. Cool. Mother three's good. Klaus is definitely secret Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't running through your mind. Klaus definitely Klaus? secret Hitler. <laughs> I wonder if they can. S- I need to ask overseas Philip if you are listening. I haven't seen you in a while. I haven't talked to you in a while. But if you are listening, is secret Hitler allowed in Germany? Because Overseas uh, Philip is a German it's listener. It's Secret Trump over in Is Germany. it Secret Trump? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's actually the opposite kind of game. <laughs> you just <laughs> openly do a All whole bunch of All the Republicans shit. know which one are the Republicans. <laughs> Trump put a thumbs up. <laughs> Everyone open your eyes. That's how uh, it starts. I should say, not all Republicans are fascists. I'm making a joke. I take it back. Don't get, don't get mad, Ben. Not don't all of mad. them are. <laughs> not all of <laughs> not them. Not all of them are. Yeah, this is a, a logical uh, syllogism that we're going through. <laughs> Syllogism's fun to say because it has jism in it. <laughs> it's like a silly jism. <laughs> I do those all the time. Oops. I slipped on a banana peel and then I came. <laughs> Oops. In a squiggly mess. <laughs> That's silly string. <laughs> so you want to talk about this game? Yeah, man. Donkey Kong Three. Fuck what, yes. What are the big What are the big points? What are the big talking points? It's the go best over? Donkey Kong. Do you really think so? No. Which do you think is the best Donkey Kong? Because now we've played all three of them for the NES. Out of Donkey Kong, and strictly mm-hmm. strictly NES talk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's take arcades and other parts other ports out of it. Okay. 
Donkey Kong NES, Donkey Kong Jr. NES, Donkey Kong 3 NES. Which is the best? Donkey Kong Jr. Do you think Donkey Kong Jr.? Yep. Why Donkey Kong Jr.? I had the most fun with that. Yeah, the most fun. That, yeah. That's a really fucking good answer. I'd say Donkey Kong 94 if we could throw that in we there. We can't. Yeah, we'll do, let's just do straight up NES for now. Yeah, Donkey Kong Jr. Donkey Kong Jr. is good. I think I oscillate between Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Jr. Yeah. I really like Donkey Kong, but I'll give it to Donkey Kong Jr. because... Donkey Kong for the NES doesn't have all the stages from the arcade. And it was kind of, it was pretty easy. It was and it was. A, uh, yeah. Right, exactly. So I'll give it to Donkey Kong Jr. math. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there we go. I didn't include that. Sorry, I should have. No, I don't think Donkey Kong Jr. is terrible. It's just no. one of those gambles that Nintendo takes, and they just lost that one. You know, and it's, I hear that it's a very good port from the arcade. Like, the, the port is done well. Yeah, it plays well. It's just missing a it's got stage, good, It's got which good sucks. controller, you know, good controlling. It's tight. Like, it looks good. Uh, I just didn't think it was, you know, I didn't think it was very fun. Or, just, or it was very repetitive. Let's put it like that. Donkey Kong 1? Don- Donkey Kong 3. Donkey Kong 3. Yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. So we are talking about Donkey Kong 3. Uh, yeah, it's kind of repetitive. I think the big thing, they're like, there's a lot to take in. There's a lot to unpack with Donkey Kong 3 because it is like a huge departure from the other two games. Because what you, I did my research based on what you said last night in your Twitch stream about what you thought Donkey Kong 3 was. Yes. Okay. So what did you find? What did I say? Because I was drunk. And what did you find out? Because you felt like. <laughs> Shooters were so big at the time that Nintendo was trying to cash in on that shooter craze. That's what it felt like to me, because this game feels like Galaga. Mm-hmm. Edgelord Kyle in the Twitch chat also mentioned that. Because at first I was thinking Space Invaders, but the more I played it, the more I felt that it was really Galaga. Because it's like, I want. can we put a pin in what you're about mm-hmm, to tell me? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, please don't forget it, but I do think it's important to say that this game, I need. we need to explain how it is like Galaga. Because the way that it's played is you are playing as Stanley the Bugman, mm-hmm. not Mario's, and this is the first time you're not Mario in a Donkey Kong game, which is a bummer for a lot of people, yep. but whatever. It is it is what it is kind of thing. I get it. Stanley the Bugman, um, who, from what I understand, made his first appearance in a game and watch game called Greenhouse. Yep. He was like the fumigator. The fumigator, mm-hmm. yeah. So he's got this bug sprayer, this... I mean, this like as far as I'm concerned, it looks like a 1940s style, like jerking off a giant cock. I love it. Yeah, because it does. (laughs) It looks like it's like. I don't know, man. Do people still use these? They look like a giant police whistle with like a super soaker handle yeah. on the back of it. Like, I, I, I doubt it is, a, is used anymore, but I bet it probably is. not because it probably, probably like somewhere. gave everyone cancer. Yeah, like it was one of those where it's like, oh god, I, this is my cancer dust. Yeah, my, yeah, this is my cancer juice. My, my asbestos sprayer. <laughs> right, kills bugs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also makes everybody real lumpy. I like it a lot because <laughs> I saw because that. That device is in Mr. Gaben watches. He uses that in Smash Bros. It's Smash Bros. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's where it's from. It's from it's from Greenhouse, mm-hmm. which I think is really that's really neat. I've never I've never known that. Sam the Bugman or Stanley the Bugman is also a trophy in Smash Brothers. Right. But there, there was a Donkey Kong cartoon that he is in. Yes, and I've seen that cartoon. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when I can't I think we were talking about Donkey Kong one for the NES and I mentioned that there was this like Saturday morning super cartoon uh, thing. I had never seen that. That's the episode that I watched and I did uh, not realize at the time that that was Stanley the Bugman <laughs> from Donkey Kong 3 because it had been so long since I had played mm-hmm. Donkey Kong 3. But yeah, you play as Stanley the Bugman and you are pointing your uh, giant sprayer, your fumigator mm-hmm. directly um, straight up in the air. 
Like you're making a statement. Because because once you spray poison up, it's the best thing to spray right? poison yes. straight up in the air. Because you know what they say: what goes up never keeps, comes down. Keeps going up into Donkey Kong's butt. Right, exactly. <laughs> but it is like so you you shoot it directly up. So you and you shoot it at bees. All right, where should we start with that? Donkey Kong is right above you. Mm-hmm. He's giant. He's broken in. You're in a greenhouse. He's right, broken yes. into the greenhouse. And with his army of bugs. His army of, of, yes, bugs that live in beehives that are next to him. He's mm-hmm. in the center. He's at the top center of the screen. He's giant. Mm-hmm. He's holding on to two pool cues, uh, <laughs> which are for some reason attached to the ceiling. And he is inching his way down mm-hmm. slowly, slowly, slowly. And eventually when he gets to the bottom, you'll hear this music that's letting you know, hey, Donkey Kong's about to drop, like, it's fucking New, like New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. uh, and it's going to be game over. Because if he drops, it's game over. Why he doesn't if just he let drops, go? the fascist win. Right, yeah, exactly. Uh, if he is elected chancellor at, after the third fascist <laughs> policy is enacted, Donkey Kong wins. Secret, yeah, secret. Secret Kong. Secret, secret Kong of the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> right, yeah, it's, the, it's actually the card game that you play with uh, bongos. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, instead of if you vote yes, you hit the bongo twice. If you vote no, you hit it once. <laughs> and then you put a bunch of liberals in a barrel. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, the bees come out. Where was I even going with that? Uh, the way it's like Galaga is, Tyler, you mentioned that you've got flowers in this greenhouse that mm-hmm. you, Stan, you as Stanley are trying to protect. There are five flowers at the bottom of the screen. And Donkey Kong, at the beginning of the game, this is probably the best part, I think, he, like, wraps his knuckles against these two beehives that he's flanked by. And bees start pouring out Get them, boys. Exactly. Mm -hmm. They start pouring out Galaga style. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's really, like, that's where it really feels like Galaga because it's, well, in Galaga, demons of death, uh, there are giant space bees coming at you. In this game... They're just bees. Yep. They're just bees, but they are like coming down in like flight patterns like they do in Galaga. And they try to get your flowers that are on the very bottom. And as they come down, you're trying to fumigate them. You're trying to imagine, if you will, Stanley is some kind of spaceship. And his fumigator is some kind of, I don't know, like a laser cannon or something like that. And you try to shoot the bees as they come down to try to get your flowers or your, I don't know, Space, your other spaceships. Mm-hmm. So that's where it really feels like Galaga to me. Uh, is that there's so many, there are so many mechanics that are very Galaga. It's I feel like it's decently well disguised, like Pocky and Rocky Two being disguised as a vertical shooter. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And I agree. Yeah, it is disguised well mm-hmm. because it is kind of like there are platforms. It's also a platformer. Mm-hmm. So this game kind of like took two ideas and tried to put them together. Uh, so instead of like in Galaga as the, as the spaceship, you can just fly around pretty much unrestricted to a certain point. But that's not the case in Donkey Kong 3. You are restricted by what platforms you can jump on. Mm-hmm. So, and you do also need to jump over like worms and stuff because mm-hmm. worms will come like creeping out of trees. Mm-hmm. And if you let them, you can spray them as they're climbing down the trees. But if they get to a platform... They're there, bro. They're hanging out. Yep. You can stun them with your fumigator, which you can only fire up. You can't fire directly yes, at them. You have to them. drop down below them. Right. It, it sucks. So it does. that does kind of suck. Uh, but you can also, as part of platforming, you can jump over those worms if you want, although it feels very weird because the B button fires the fumigator, the A button fires the fumigator, 
up jumps and down moves you down a platform mm. and left and right move you left and right. Mm. So I kind of wish that you could just hit like either B or A to jump yeah. as well because that would be really nice because it, it does get clunky when you're pressing up on the D-pad to jump over something that's about to kill you. Yeah. And then like that's pretty much just the basic premise. The the win condition is to either destroy all of the bugs that Donkey Kong sends at you, or Stanley, or to keep spraying Donkey Kong in the crotch with your poison mm-hmm. until he climbs all the way up the pool cues. Mm-hmm. With when, when that happens, he typically gets his head stuck in a beehive. Everyone has a good laugh, and then you start the next stage. Yeah. The lose conditions are pretty much you get hit by a bug and die. Yeah. Or Donkey or Kong. They get all your flowers. They get all your flowers, or Donkey Kong drops and. Mm-hmm. So, so there's a, there's, I mean, there's a lot going on. There are a lot of mechanics. Mm-hmm. And that's why I didn't like it at first, honestly. I thought it was overwhelming, and I didn't think it was explained well. It is not intuitive at all. I don't think this game is intuitive at all. And it's like, you get thrown in, and I do feel like it starts out pretty tough. I mean, yeah. bees are coming at you fast. Worms are coming at you. There's so much shit to deal with on the screen that it feels like a bullet hell at, like, baby. No, I wouldn't say babies first, but it feels like, you know... Not like something super yeah. crazy, uh, like Ikaruga or something like that, but I mean, it is like it does feel like a bullet hell, which is weird for a Donkey Kong game. Yeah. Now, okay, back to what we put the pin in a long mm-hmm. fucking ass time ago. You did research based on whether or not. And this all my game... research says that Nintendo was heavily inspired by the popularity of Galaga. Is that right? To create this game. So that makes sense then. And on release, it was critically panned as a Space Invaders clone. Really? Yep. I know not many were released, which, like, the number was, like, very, very small. So I feel like it sold 5,000 copies. That's yeah. It. They were, the video game historian uh, mentioned that there wasn't a dedicated cabinet for Donkey Kong 3. They were all 5,000 conversion kits that were sent out, where I assume uh, arcades would convert other Nintendo cabinets into a Donkey mm-hmm. Kong 3 machine. That's not a lot. 5,000 is not a lot. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, it's conversion, which explains why I have... I have never seen Donkey Kong 3 in the wild. Now, if I, they probably have it a galloping ghost. Like, if I would have, like, sought it out, I probably could have found it. Yeah. But, like, I have never seen Donkey Kong 3 in the wild. To the point where, honestly, last episode we recorded, uh, I think I mentioned that Donkey Kong 3 didn't have an arcade release. I honestly, until I started doing research, thought that Donkey Kong 3 was made for the NES and didn't have an arcade mm. release. I didn't. I didn't think it was a port. I just thought it came out on the NES because it was just so, it was such a departure. It was so different. I remember playing it at a kid's house in uh, elementary school. And I didn't like it, but I also didn't understand it. Uh, the game, he, but he, like his dad must have been like into like arcade games or something because like it was the kid's house where I went over and all they had, they didn't have like Super Mario Brothers. They didn't have Duck Hunt. They had... Dig Dug, they had Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., Donkey Kong 3, they had uh, Galaga, they had like the arcade classics. Like someone in that family was like, yep, this is why I bought my NES. I bought my NES to play arcade ports on because they didn't have anything else, which blew my mind because when I was a little kid, I didn't spend time in the arcades. I didn't spend time in arcades until I was in middle school when they Mm -hmm. were pretty much almost dead, you know, because like Mortal Kombat's coming out, which was kind of like a little bit of a revivification but that didn't last too long. But anyway, I remember playing this as a kid and not playing it very long because it didn't feel good. It didn't feel right. And the first time I played this game 
on stream, it didn't feel good. It really didn't. Like that fumigator does not feel good. It feels slow. It feels like you have to line it up perfectly to kill the bees. Mm -hmm. And unlike Galaga, like when you fire a laser in Galaga, it goes all the way to the top of the screen. You fire it and it doesn't stop until it hits something or leaves the top of the screen. Mm -hmm. And Donkey Kong 3, your fumigator has a range. Yeah, and short range. It does. It's it's essentially like if the Galaga ship had a shotgun mounted on it. Yeah. And like cuz that's pretty much the rage. Or we get the super shotgun, which goes a little bit further. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but like that is pretty much like that is pretty much the hardest thing to get used to is the fact is just a fumigator because like you have to really time your shots you can't and the, there's no like rapid fire either it's I mean it's it's pr a pretty slow animation that you kind of have to go through yeah I watched somebody do like a world record run in the arcade version on YouTube and like they knew exactly where they needed to fire the fumigator like before the bees even showed up because they would like line up and then shoot and then like they would know immediately where they would need to go after that uh mm. which is like that's commendable because that takes a lot of memorization yeah and there's a there are elements of that in galaga too of course like especially in the bonus stages but like i don't know man when i see somebody like really really good at donkey kong 3 it is like but why though <laughs> <laughs> are you also really good at tech decks like Tech decks? Skateboarding with the oh. fingers. Oh, like, is that what those are called? <laughs> I, I forgot are. I about so. those. Hey, man. Like, I what if that's your, like, in life, like, that's your special skill is you're really good at, like, flipping shit with, you with know, your, your fingers. fingers. Skateboarding with your fingers. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember the old Yellow Pages ad where... Uh, someone had their a hand model was doing their fingers as like a guy walking <laughs> over the yellow pages. I don't know. It's a classic. It is. It's a cla right. That's a classic Dave commercial. That's stored <laughs> away. In my, that's a nugget that's stored that's, away. That would be like that uh, David Duchovny's character in Zoolander. The hand model that has his hand. Oh preserved. my god, that yeah. was David Duchovny, wasn't <laughs> uh -huh. it? Holy shit! I need to watch Zoolander stat. <laughs> Zoolander is a movie that I did not like the first time I saw it, but the second time I saw it, I was like, okay, this is now I see it. Now I get <laughs> it. And then it's like, and that was probably ten years ago. And now I hear people talk about Zoolander, and they are like, you have got to rewatch that movie mm. because it is like. It is really good, and not a lot of people got it when it came out. I can out. see where it's like it's not something about Mary, so that's what they might have came in expecting. I have never seen all of their something oh, really? about Mary. Now, I've only seen the first half. Yeah, and I think it's because I always like it was kind of something. There's something about Mary was like one of those movies where it's like Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison, where it's like I'm gonna put this movie in, and hopefully I will not see the end of it because I will be having sex, and that's kind of <laughs> uh, that's okay. kind of why I never saw the end of There's mm. Something About Mary. <laughs> yeah. So, but I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll rewatch it, <laughs> or maybe maybe I'll, maybe I'll get Nikki or in the mood. Up, yeah. Yeah. It's like, what are or you we'll watch it together, and I just don't know what's going to happen. Right, yeah, this is a test. <laughs> I don't know if it's a friendship <laughs> test, or I don't know what kind of test it is, but this is a test. Let's watch There's Something About Mary. Because mm. this game is, again, I didn't think it was as bad as I expected, but... You did think it was bad it, as I, you expected? It's not, no, it's not as bad as oh, I expected. Oh, it's not as bad as you expected. Because I okay. hear, like, this is like, oh, that's the awful one. That That's what killed Donkey Kong for 11 years. It's so bad. Yeah, because the next Donkey Kong game was Donkey Kong 94 mm -hmm. for the Game Boy, which we talked about yep. not too long ago. Yeah. Yeah, I could see so why people what would say, yeah, it killed it. So I, it's not that bad of a game, but it no. is like... Because Nintendo usually, they'll do... Like, take a franchise, then do one game that's way off-center. 
And either it hits big or it doesn't. Right. And this feels like, so I don't, it's hard for me to bitch about because like. They were trying to do something different. They were trying, and I can respect that. And they were trying innovation to is their thing. Like, but at the same time, I feel like this, they compromised on this one. I agree. And I don't, I don't think we can play the innovation card. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think Nintendo can claim that because it is so much like Galaga. Yeah. Like it feels like, come on now. Come so on. they kind of burn up some goodwill with a cash grab, like yeah. trying to cash on a trend and slap a popular character on it. So, I mean, I don't want to bitch, but at the same time, like I feel like there's a little bit of ground to stand on about it. Did you enjoy it at all? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I didn't hate it, hate it. Like, I wasn't like, oh, fuck, this is awful. But it was just, I will compare it to Major League 3, back to Whoa. the minors. No. Yeah, where it's just oh, like come on, man. Yeah, that's a really good Some of the characters though. that you like are in right? it. Not you know, all of so them. you you'll watch it like <laughs> you know, oh, is he gonna, you know, sacrifice a chicken, you know? <laughs> so but then again, like there's no Ricky Vaughn. You got right. you know That's a huge deal. It's like okay, well I like I guess I like Scott Bakula. Right. Scott Bakula. Right. All right. Okay, well, we got that. He's all right. Dude, I haven't seen that one in a long... I haven't seen any but the first one in a really long yeah. time. Because I haven't bothered watching the second one or the third one like since they were on like Cinemax or whatever yeah. when I was a kid. So yeah, I, I just think this is like... Yeah, it's the Major League 3 of the Donkey Kong series. All right, I fucking love yeah. that. I really love that. I think that is a really good way of summing it up. I think I actually read that in Nintendo Power. <laughs> Did you steal that from Nintendo Power? <laughs> Richard though, Nestor said it in the back of Nintendo right. Power. <laughs> Nestor, a.k.a. Ricky Vaughn. <laughs> uh, I ended up liking the game. Yeah? Yeah, I did. I didn't like it at first. I didn't end the game loving it, but about two hours in, which is a long time for an arcade-style game, I feel like, to like set in, but that's about when it set in for me. Mm-hmm. And I started... When I, that's about how long it took for me to get comfortable with the fumigator yeah. and start to recognize the patterns and uh, start recognizing how to r- rack up score. Because like Galaga, you do have to make like prioritizing decisions in order to figure out how to get the best score. Like for example, you do get more points if you wait for a bee to grab a flower and you kill the bee carrying the flower. Oh. You get more points that way. So it's like, mm. if you're playing it like an arcade game, which in my opinion you should, because there is not very much, there's no, there's no, there isn't much progression in this game. Like this isn't a game that I would recommend somebody play for the story or like to see what happens because it's essentially the same three stages that rotate and get more difficult as as you go. Yeah. Um, I think, and I don't know, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, well, that is really cool, the fact that Donkey Kong stays on the screen the entire time because you have two win conditions. You can either wait and kill all of the bugs or you can just like dive right in and try to get Donkey Kong like off the screen as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. And you do get this power up. You get like the super sprayer and at certain points in the game and it's like that super sprayer will shred through bugs yeah. but it will also it's also longer. It gives you a longer range mm-hmm. and like if you start a re- like if you end a round with the super sprayer, you start the next round with it. So it's like if you start a round oh. with it, you can just jump right up at Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong right and send out. him right up immediately. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really cool. It's essentially like, imagine a game where as you're playing a level, the boss is always there, and you can fight the boss anytime you want. Mm. Uh, so I think that's really cool. But it's also like, you also don't have to fight the boss. You can kill all the bad guys and not kill the boss. It's fine. You still move on to the next round. 
that's that part of the game is where I think is really interesting. That is the part of the game that I think is really innovative, where it's like, that's cool. They're giving you several different options on how you can win, how you can advance in this game. And I think that's really, I think that is commendable. Uh, and I do really like that about this game. Um, I ended up not hating it. I thought it was, honestly, by two hours, I thought it was pretty good, yeah. which I was drinking. You were really drunk. Like, I was, yeah. It's pretty good, yeah. To be fair, his tits look pretty good. Yes. Donkey Kong, I'm glad you said his tits look good. (laughs) Donkey Kong looks weird as fuck in this game because it's like, I guess enough, they, it's really weird because it's early 80s, but in somehow I feel like they were already like going off that radical ramp because it kind of felt to me where they're like, well, I don't know, man, make him more orange and make him like, make his hair like more wild. Yeah. Because like he looked different. Donkey Kong looked different to me in this game. Can we put some like radical surf shorts on him? That's a different game. That's funky. Sorry, that is Funky Kong. Dude, how great would it be to like, I would love like a Donkey Kong 3 ROM hack where instead of Donkey Kong, it's Funky Kong. Right, exactly. (laughs) And instead of like throwing poison at him, you're throwing facts at him. He just just refuses. Books. You just throw a book up in the air. (laughs) Right. Learn, damn it. So yeah, I don't know. I ended up I ended up liking it a lot. Uh, well, I shouldn't say a lot. I ended up liking it more than I expected. Yeah, uh, it was more fun than it was when I was a kid. Because they're essentially like I mean, there are really only two levels. Technically, there are three, but one's just a palette swap of the other. Right. It's like so. autumn jungle at yeah. night. Yeah. yeah. So, but they do change the platforms around a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you do have to have like a different strategy. I mean, are they are each of the three stages are are they worth talking about? I mean, they. Green, green jungle, red jungle, jungle wood. There are some vines in the middle. Vines that yeah. worms crawl. I mean, I, crawl on. I think the worms. They sort of block Donkey Kong. Right. Because so. they body block. When you hit a worm, they don't die, like we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. They just kind of stunned and stay there. So, yeah, they blocked for Donkey Kong, which is neat. That's cool. I mean, yep. <laughs> I mean, there's just not a whole lot to it other than that. Yep. I mean, it's cool. That's Donkey Kong Country 3 for you. Uh, let's see if there's anything else. I mean, as far as like Stanley goes, what do you think about Stanley? There's a lot of hate for Stanley. Do you have a I don't, you know, I don't, feeling one way I or the like other? I feel like Mario, they had already done, like Mario got Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong got Mario, Mario has other games now. Like, I, you know, I get not wanting to use Mario. Or maybe they were nervous about putting Mario in something that was a huge gamble. That was, yeah, experimental. Yeah. Yeah, that might be the case. I don't know why. I have, I wish I knew why they did it. Uh, and I don't know if because the, they were trying to build like some weird continuity where it's like, well, Mario's in the Mushroom Kingdom, so he can't also mm. be here in the greenhouse. I mean, Mario will be a referee, a golfer, but like he's not. No, he's not. Nah, a he's, yeah, he doesn't kill know. bugs. That's, that's gross. <laughs> Have you heard the rumors that Stanley is Mario and Luigi's cousin? Cario. Well, Cario's the third brother. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> So he's Cario's son, Stanley. Cario's son, Stanley, from The Office. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, did you hear the rumor that Stanley from The Office is actually Stanley the Fumigator? (laughs) If if you look and see when Stanley on The Office was born, did you know that it's the same day that Donkey Kong 3 released in arcades? (laughs) If you look in Stanley's glasses when he's asleep, with sunglasses on, you'll see the reflection of the, the garden... Uh, Fumigator Game & Watch game just barely yeah, in the reflection. You do have so, to pause yeah, it at the right moment. You, yeah, it is yeah, true. Yeah. But like now that it's on Netflix and everything, also, that's a ridiculous statement because <laughs> The Office is like the first thing I remember being on Netflix streaming like when 
probably like fucking 12 years ago. Like I remember like telling, I was so excited because I was telling John Turley um, about, dude, Netflix, they got this streaming service. And, he's, and he was like, I don't know how that would even work. And I was like, I don't know how it works either. But I mean, you just like go on your computer, you install this plugin and it's like, hey man, all we have to watch is The Office, but it's British or US, you take your pick. And like, I remember like going absolutely crazy because like they didn't have much on it when it first started, yeah. but they had The Office. And it's like, because of that, The Office and Netflix are like forever married in my <laughs> mind. And it's like, if The Office ever leaves Netflix, I am going to be in a panic because yeah. like that is the show when Nikki and, I, Nikki and I know we want to watch something, but we do not want to take the time to figure out what both of us want to watch together. Mm-hmm. We just want to eat a hamburger and watch something for 20 minutes. It's like, it is The Office. <laughs> Unless well, I, it's I, after season five. I played it at work. I had to do a um, an in-service. I had to do a talk about fire safety. So I showed, <laughs> nice. I showed the, the fire drill before. Nice. You're also Every, set. Everybody seemed to enjoy it. If you have to do a video on bat safety in case yeah. a bat gets in. <laughs> That's one of my favorite fucking episodes of The Office <laughs> yep. is when the bat gets in. I think, I think that one was written by Joss Whedon, but I'm not oh, positive. Okay. It might not have been. But anyway, mm. bats. Yeah. Do you have any achievements for this game? Uh, yeah, I do. I have a few achievements that came in from Twitch chat. Um, thanks, everybody, for hanging out on a Monday. Because I was at Dragon Con, normally mm. Tadpog Church is on Sunday. That's mm. why it's called Tadpog Church. Uh, but I was in Atlanta uh, at Dragon Con, and I thought for a moment, I was like, well, maybe I'll still stream something at Dragon Con. And then on that Sunday, I was like, nah, I don't think I'm going to do that. Mm, I think I'm just going to get super drunk instead. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) So uh, thanks for everybody hanging out on Labor Day when I did the Donkey Kong 3 stream. That's where all these achievements are coming from. Uh, First we've got from Bubba Drewski, Taint Invaders, which I picked uh, solely because of the name made me chuckle. Taint Invaders. In order to unlock Taint Invaders, you need to, I almost said Taint Invaders. Like mm, yeah. just oh. just dig that hypodermic needle so man, far up. The that's taint. what Melissa like. She's just not happy when she licks my asshole because she's like, man, your taint is just not veiny. It's enough. not veiny enough. <laughs> I need it to look like a roadmap if I'm really gonna go to town here. Yeah. Like, all right, I gotta get it in in veiner. <laughs> man, I just saw Akira, and all I want to do is just <laughs> suck on a big veiny bulb between <laughs> between balls and an asshole. Can you can you get like a blue like a blue permanent marker or something? <laughs> it's just just not doing it for me right can you draw a face can you <laughs> what can you flex really hard and make a face out of the veins on your taint please you know what that would be like the most can you tragic get hemorrhoids and just like really try to bulge <laughs> shit out down there <laughs> that would be like the most tragic skill to have to make like to be able to flex and have particular veins like make a face <laughs> on your taint because it's like wow on one hand wow that's really impressive on the other hand man I don't think anyone's going to be into very it very niche pornography very niche <laughs> extremely <laughs> niche <laughs> veinytaints.com uh, coming soon uh, in order to unlock taint invaders you need to shoot Donkey Kong in the taint 1000 times because that is you're definitely uh, fumigating yeah, Donkey yeah. Kong's yeah, yeah. Swamp crotch. Hey, he could have like crabs or lice or something. You're helping him out. You maybe you are helping yeah. him out. Is that how they do it at the doctor? I've never had crabs oh, before. Yeah, I have so many times. That's exactly yeah, how they do it. and they yeah, just yeah. like pull out a big fumigator and they're like, just, "All right, like, spread them." They're like, "Hold on, these pull cues we've got <laughs> attached to the ceiling." <laughs> yes, yeah, spread them. Ooh, nice face with your taint. That's cool. Are you nervous, <laughs> man? It's, it's frowny. Are you nervous? <laughs> 
that's, that's my emoji taint. <laughs> taint mojis. Taint mojis. <laughs> uh, next achievement I've got comes in from Edgelord Kyle, Chivo Gladiator, Bum Rushed, which he says Dave gets cred for the name. Thank you, Kyle. I don't remember saying that because I was, uh, you know, not, I was I was pretty drunk. So good good job, me. Bum rushed in order to unlock bum rushed. Win a level shooting into DK's bum without having to move. It's a bum rush. Mm. So like when you go in with that super sprayer, that's bum rush. You got to get, yeah, in there, get in there. You got to get all those crabs out of DK's <laughs> crotch and win the game. I wonder if that's the kill screen. <laughs> the, the, the kill screen is actually just the crabs from Mario Brothers, and it just fills up. And then Donkey Kong looks relieved. Oh. Oh. Donkey Kong has a lot of facial expressions in this game. Especially in the arcade one. Yeah, uh, for real. Arcade play. Yeah. yeah. When you're like, he looks when, like King Hippo. In- <laughs> absolutely, dude. That is like a really good observation. He does look like King Hippo with the facial expressions, and especially like mm. with the teeth, where it does that like, Ooh. yeah, and it does that like Japanese style illustration of teeth from like mm. the 1980s where it's mm. like um, a smiling mouth is just like kind of like a, so- a white sausage <laughs> that has like uh, crosses in it. Yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was a very bad. I- I'm sure everyone was able to envision well, I did. that. I saw yeah. it. Uh, next achievement comes from Choctopus. Everyone check out Chocto on YouTube. Uh, not the bees. In order to unlock not the bees, you need to die to a bee, uh, which is very easy. Pretty good. Pretty good. Also, I think this is worth mentioning. They're not just bees. The game starts out with flies that have spears that they throw at you. And they totally remind me of uh, the flies from Super Mario Land. Uh, uh, do you know the ones that I'm talking about? And also in Super Mario Brothers 2, oh, no, no, yeah, no, where no. they've got those like harpoons, you know? And I don't know. So they're much the no good flies from Earthbound. Those no good dirty flies. Mm-hmm. It's fly honey. Mm. I need to replay Earthbound. Because after we, after we recorded last episode, you mentioned the Earthbound uh, speed run. Mm-hmm. We watched a so little bit of crazy. that, and yeah. it is absolute Looney Tunes, dude. <laughs> like the fact that this, that you can manipulate the RNG of that game is to like such a crazy. Fucking it level. is amazing. Although, like, so like on one hand, it's like, oh, that's not super impressive because all you do is you're just manipulating the 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 RNG. But then I'm like, oh yeah, but you have to learn how to do that. Yeah, it's like being a magician. Yeah. Like, you have to memorize. Oh, it's all real magic. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's really <laughs> Technically, it is not real magic, but it is pretty damn close to real magic because you have to memorize all that shit. It's wild. So anyway, next achievement comes from Capsaicin Czar Chris, Deep Cut. And in order to unlock Deep Cut, you need to get stung by a bee and die. At least in the eyes oh, of Cockmaster Ashley Shea. Yeah. Right, because I'm allergic to bees. Much like Macaulay Culkin. Mm, yeah. Mm. Uh, next achievement comes from Faceful of Alien Wing Wong, and that achievement is Saul Rosenberg. In order to in order to unlock Saul Rosenberg, you need to get killed, fall off the top tier of the stage, and scream, "I'm very injured and lying in a puddle of my own blood and piss." <laughs> so, thank you, Faceful of Alien Wing Wong, for that. I think uh, I think he may have submitted that achievement because I do believe at one point. Just for you to hear you do this, Saul Rosenberg. Well, at one point in the stream where I was uh, probably real into it, uh, I do think I kept saying, "Oh Jesus, God and baby Jesus," because there were just <laughs> so All many these bugs. There's so many bugs. So many bugs. I can't see so well. <laughs> these flowers. What is he? What are the bugs and the monkeys want my flowers? Susan. God, I fucking love like. 
I don't know if they're still around. Jerky boys probably aren't. But like, dude, in the early 2000s, like that was my jam. Oh, yeah. With Brandon of Axelay fame, like oh, for sure. You guys introduced it to me. Yeah, man. And oh. then I thought it was even funnier whenever uh, Rest of Development, when George Michael gets really into the jerky boys. No, I know, right? <laughs> Yeah, and that's when it's like, I remember seeing that and being like, oh, it's over for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's over for sure. Do you have any achievements, Tyler? Uh, I've got two. What you got, man? I've got um, Patality after, after or Petality after PETA. Petality. Oh, because you're killing somebody. And then, well, you, you win by only killing the bugs. Okay. You never shoot Donkey Kong. Oh, does uh, does PETA care about bugs? Uh. I feel like it's more, I see more about fur than I do, like, don't step on ants. Right. So. That kind of seems hypocritical, doesn't it? I'm going to assume it's mammals, mostly. Mammals. Yeah. But probably reptiles, too, would yeah, be reptiles. my guess. Any, any, any vertebrate. There you go. Yeah. Any, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But that's also kind of a weird distinction, because it's like, what about jellyfish? Fuck them. Fuck them? Fuck them. They got to do something good for the ecosystem, right? Yeah. Have to. Yeah. I mean, sort of insects. But. Insects as well, yeah. I mean, so, okay. But there's also not like a mass slaughter of invertebrates for commercial gain. Not yet. Not we're going to be eating bugs, <laughs> until, you know. Until we get our ant coats. Yeah, dude. We're going to be eating bugs. Then what? The I, source of protein. Yeah. I guarantee you there's going to be like a group that's like, this is wrong. It, I mean, for sure. <laughs> yeah, like, right. get, like in 60 years, like that's going to be like a real thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be dead, so it won't matter. But mm-hmm. um, Slugs can't choose. Right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. I wouldn't need a slug. Don't drink slug milk. Slug milk is bad. I've seen Futurama. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Slur, <laughs> Stay away from slurm. Slurm. Uh The other is uh, no DDT for me. No DDT for me. And you never pick up any can of the super... Insecticide. Oh, okay. All right. Which is totally doable. Mm. Both of those achievements are 100% doable. Tyler. Yes, Dave. I've got some questions oh, for you. Hell yeah. I don't know why I got congested all of a sudden. That's all right. But I did. I still, every time we do that, I think about that one iTunes review complaining about how we drop our voices when we get to the end. There was a complaint about that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it was probably like a loving complaint. Yeah, I think it was still. I, I, think, I think it was still a five star review. Yeah. Like, I like this game, but I hate yeah. how they dropped their voices at the end. Yeah, so go, it was a loving. It was a loving complaint. Yeah. That, look, I I've taken that criticism into account, and I just like doing Tyler. I just like doing that. Oh yeah, no, I like it too. Yeah. So Tyler, that's how it is. <laughs> if you were to give this game a beard mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. sums up how you feel about it, mm-hmm. what kind of beard would it be? Also, I think they said it was just weird. I don't think they said that it didn't like it. Didn't like it, just weird. Just weird, okay. which is fine because it is weird. That is Good. accurate. Good. And it's one of the reasons I like it. But if you were to give this game a beard that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would it be? I would have to give it the the yellow fuzz of Mr. Buzz, the mascot for the team in Major League Three, back to the minors. <laughs> okay, awesome. Man, I like how you set that up. That's, that's pretty damn good. That's why you're, yeah, that's why you're Tyler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why you're Tyler of Tyler and Dave Play Old Games. Mm-hmm. Tyler. Depicted so beautifully by uh, Jonathan in his sketch Dude, that he did of us. Yes. I'm going to have a link to that in the show notes for sure. I, I had that in my, in my shout out section for sure. We got an amazing, mm. amazing piece of art that was done uh, that was posted on the Tadpog Nation Facebook group. And it is essentially the best part. The illustration itself is wonderful, mm-hmm. but the best part about it is the costume design because it is like <laughs> it is me dressed as a gaming wizard on top of your shoulders, mm-hmm. ga- uh, dressed as like a gaming warrior, mm-hmm. like a tank warrior, and like. 
full plate, but it's all like done like in like gaming accessories mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It really is good. absolutely. You've got Magic Koopa's hat on. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, it is absolutely amazing. So definitely huge shout out to Jonathan Wilson for that, mm-hmm. uh, who also had some really, really kind things to say about the show uh, as well when he sent me the high-res versions mm-hmm. because with his permission, of course, we got to do something with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. for sure. So dude, that was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for sending that in. Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game mm-hmm. a pair of glasses, which I assume you are, mm-hmm. what kind of glasses would you give it and the, why? The black round glasses of Scott Bakula as he coaches the team in Major League Three back to the minors. Bakula to the minors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if he had a twin, if Scott had a twin, Todd Bakula, do you think Scott mm. and Todd would fight Bakula to Bakula? <laughs> You're damn right. <laughs> Yeah, that joke is bad, but it's because I came up with it just on the spot. That was good. Was just cool. on the spot. Yeah, that's a little yes and. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little yes, yes. Do they Scott Bakula and Bakula would fight back to back? No, they both have guns. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need to fight Bakula to Bakula. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm really reaching for a gun pun that has Bakula in it, but I sure <laughs> as fuck can't. I'm, the best I could do is try to wedge in a Bakula 45. That's something. Yeah, they did something, but it doesn't Back work. Back 45. Yes, and? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Tyler. Yes, Dave. I got another question for mm. you. Mm-hmm. I really liked your achievements. Thank you. Uh, your, uh, your beards and glasses. Mm-hmm. And your beards and glasses. Mm-hmm. It was all wonderful. <laughs> Rave review from the, from the Daves. Also, this is really important. This is I know everybody's been on pins and needles the last couple of weeks, uh, but I do, I'm happy to report that in Twitch chat, uh, the mats have allied themselves with the Daves. So wow. don't worry. All right. All, we have a piece. The Mats and the Daves <laughs> are living together uh, in the land of milk and honey. Mm-hmm. Everything is good. Tyler. But what about the Pauls? The Pauls. We have a lot of Pauls in Dadbog Nation. Mm-hmm. I'll say this about the Pauls. I like the Pauls a lot, mm-hmm. but they have not made an official statement on how they feel about the Daves or the Mats. Oh, so they're, they're Switzerland. Uh, potentially, yeah. I think that actually might be a really good, a really good analogy mm-hmm. for the Pauls. Yeah, okay. they're Switzerland for now, for the time being. Tyler, yes, how much do you think this game is on price charting? What's the average price of this game loose? Donkey Kong Three mm. for the NES, not one of See, the five thousand arcade. I'm gonna put it up like ET, which ET was never expensive, even if no one bought it. So I'm gonna say twelve dollars. Tyler, actual. Retail value of Donkey Kong 3 for the NES used mm-hmm. on price charting. Average price is $12.95. Uh, I said $12, like I saw I your like, eyes. I, I saw your I, eyes. I thought I was like, did I ever get it? I was like, no, if I got it exactly, Dave, they would have a bigger reaction. Yeah, I actually, uh, no one listening to this can see the uh, elaborate rope, the golden rope that I have hooked up in the studio. When you get it, I'm going to pull it. Oh, there are so many, so many ropes, like the oh, Adams yeah. family. I don't know which one to pull. <laughs> Only you do. So. You know what we need to do is play more Adams family games. We haven't done <laughs> yeah, that enough. We should. <laughs> I want to have Josh on and do Fester's Quest. Oh sometime. my yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's a game that I am so like on the fence about because I remember playing it as a I should save it for a Fester's Quest episode. Mm-hmm. But I remember renting that one multiple times as a kid. Be, and this is why. Because I was like, there has to be more to this game. Like, there has to be. Like, you know, it's just like I just haven't figured it it's out. Not yet. Fester, there has to be more. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I never finished that game, but yet I still wanted more. I just, <laughs> as far as gameplay went, I was like, there has to be more to this. Mm-hmm. 
Tyler, you want to take a guess on how much this game is complete? Donkey Kong 3, not Fester's Quest. $54. $71.05. Mm. And they do have a they do have a price average price for new, new Donkey Kong 3. 338. I would have gone that high as well, but it is 183.74. Oh, okay. So if anybody's anyone's jonesing You're for a new it. copy of Donkey Kong 3, <laughs> there you go. Which I could totally see. Like if someone wanted like a new Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr. and Donkey Kong 3. Mm-hmm. I could see it. Like as a complete set. Yeah. And then it's just a matter of whether or not you include Donkey Kong Junior math or not. So which brings me to the most important question. Okay. So you've said that Donkey Kong Jr. is probably your favorite mm-hmm. out of the out of the Donkey Kongs for the NES. And then I'm assuming Donkey Kong after that? Or then would it be Donkey Kong 3 as number two? No, Donkey Kong is number two. Okay. So you got Donkey Kong 3 as your third. Mm-hmm. How does would how does it compare to Donkey Kong Jr. math? Which is better? Donkey Kong 3 or Donkey Kong Jr. Donkey Jr. Kong Jr. 3 is better. I agree. Kong. Yeah. I Donkey agree. Kong. Junior math is more of a Donkey Kong game uh, than I, Donkey Kong 3 I is. do think that that <laughs> is 100% correct because yeah. the, the Vine mechanics yeah, are right in there. Yeah, at least there are more Donkey Kong yeah, mechanics. Totally. All right, well, we just solved it. Donkey Kong 3, <laughs> not a Donkey Kong game. No. But still, an okay. I think it's an okay it's game. Right. I don't right. think it's a bad game. I don't think it's a it, great it game. It has potential. I feel like if it wasn't a Donkey Kong game, yes. it could have done uh, Yeah, well I it. agree. And there are certain elements that even kind of reminded me of Burger Time a little bit. And I think it's just because of the platforming aspect. Yeah. And like... The fact that you have to spray those worms. The worms kind of reminded me of like throwing salt at the <laughs> eggs or whatever, you know, to stun yeah. them. That stun mechanic kind of mm-hmm. reminded me of Burger Time. Tyler, I've got a whole bunch of other questions because Matt sent in a quiz. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's do it. Would you like to take that yeah. quiz? From uh, Bovine Bear Quiz Master Matt. Is that, that what we're going with at the time for the time being? Quiz Cal. Quiz cow. Yeah, I remember you trying to get that one in there. All right, fine. Quiz cow. If he also sent us money, we could call him cash cow. It's like, what's a, what's a pull up thesaurus.com here real quick? Everybody. Tyler wasn't saying he is going to pull up thesaurus.com. If you're driving, please stop. Or I don't Can you ask Siri for like, what's another word for Donkey Kong? Uh, my search results say Donkey, Donkey Kang. Would you like to guess on, I know you're thesaurusing, but while you do that, would you like to take a guess as to what this quiz might be about? Mmm, bugs. This quiz is entitled, According to Urban Dictionary, Oof. and it Oof. is all about anal. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I asked all Matt, because right. Matt sent me a message on Facebook today saying, hey, I got a quiz ready. It's all about anal. And my response was, awesome. Why? <laughs> and oh, because someone made a comment in Twitch about it that if that if I didn't do it, that I would be failing as Quizmaster. And I said, "All right, that does sound like something that someone probably did say." Uh, and I was too blotto to remember it. There was a point in that stream in the last stretch where um, I think it was Lord Maxon was like, "You seem a little buzzed," and I was like, "Yeah, I'm pretty buzzed." <laughs> so a synonym for question is catechism. Cate- catechism? Oh, so it means, it means, uh, it means test. Okay. So it could be catechism, Cal. Catechism, Cal? <laughs> Perfect. Nailed it. Catechism? That's a real word? How do you spell that? Oh, the, the first time I'd ever heard that word was in the Episcopal Church. Okay. It pertains some... I don't even remember. Because it makes me think of like a catalyst or something like yeah. that. Catechism? Catechism. All right. All right. Catechism. Catechism, Cal. Catechism, Cal. Are you ready to take the According to Urban Dictionary quiz, Tyler? Yes. The subtitle to this is Definitely NSFW. 
Are you still willing to uh, continue? Let's do it. Are you above the age of 18? Barely. All right. Then let's do Oh, barely legal. Mm-hmm. Man, no wonder. Mm-hmm. No wonder I'm so attracted to you. <laughs> barely legal, Tyler. All right. First yeah, question. These black tears I have going on. Yeah, exactly. I do. Yeah, I like your goth makeup <laughs> as well. I appreciate you putting it on for me every time every we record. Time. Yeah. Uh, first question, Tyler. Performing or having performed a one-night stand? I guess we're looking for the Urban Dictionary term. Performing or have performed a one-night stand? If you've So a person who's been in a one-night stand? I'd say average person. I feel like probably more people have had one-night stands than haven't, right? Brandon? I don't know know what you're implying. (laughs) Please, elaborate. (laughs) Have you ever had a one-night stand, Tyler? Are you willing to answer that question? I am, and I have not. I haven't either. I feel like we're in the minority. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people have no, had one. No, because we're so good. They don't just want it once. We are good Christian boys. Yeah. We have, we have, it's on the record. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say we have all that we want? Is that what part of the reason? No, yeah. I'm saying everyone we sleep with wants it more than once. So, uh, I got you. So, you had so, yeah, a couple yeah, two yeah, night yeah. stands. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I got it. Uh, do you have any guesses? No, for I the... think we're, we're both relationship people. Mm. You know, so. I'm very much a relationship person. Yeah, yeah totally. Like, and I will go like, in college, I went like a what I considered a long time, not mm-hmm. in a relationship, but in like everyone else's definition was probably not very long at all. It was like three months, I think. Uh, and in that three months, it was like, well, I there's. <laughs> Are you ready? You ready for this? You ready for some good Christian boy talk? Uh-huh. And that three months, there were several times where it's like, well, I'm not sure that I love this woman, so <laughs> I'm not gonna have sex with her. I know, I know. Jacob York is the same way, and I know he won't mind me saying that. Uh, I, I've been told several times uh, through the course of my life that I was—I'm the kind of person you want to settle down with, not have a good time with. So yeah, that—that's that pretty yeah, much. I've never, no one yeah. looks at me like that'd be a fun oh, yeah. romp. Like, yeah. no, that'd be a solid marriage. Were you talking so, about you or me? I can't me. remember. Oh, yeah. but that's I, both of us. Yeah, I, guess. I totally think I also fit that role, um, which is like. Apparently obvious when I'm at Dragon Con, for example, where it's like I'll go to like it'll be like 1 a.m. and there'll be a party going on and it is like, oh, man, all these people want to fuck. But not me. They don't want to fuck me, like for sure. (laughs) That's another thing where it's like whenever I tell like anybody who's not a Dragon Con goer or hasn't been, they're just kind of like – I I detest the term normie, so I don't want to use it. But it's like, <laughs> let's just use the term co-workers mm-hmm. who aren't nerdy, who mm-hmm. are like into like sports and into like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Jerks. Not jerks. They're wonderful people. Mm-hmm. They're, they just don't know. They just, they haven't like opened that Dragon Con door. They haven't mm-hmm. like, it's like the Wizard of Oz. They haven't opened the door to Technicolor <laughs> yet. Um, whenever I tell them I'm going to Dragon Con, because I don't fucking keep it a secret like I did like, 10 years ago where I tried to like hide the fact that I watched anime and stuff like mm-hmm. that from coworkers. Um, Cause I got some real shade thrown at me one time, which is why I started doing that. But I don't do that with dragon con. Cause that I'm old now. I don't give a shit. It's like, mm-hmm. you know what? If you have a problem with it, fuck you. Uh, I'm still going to go. And it is like one of those things where it's like people always assume, cause like the, the question they ask me is like, so the costumes, there's a bunch of people wearing costumes who shouldn't be wearing costumes. Right. Implying that there's a whole bunch of, disgusting disgusting unattractive people who are cosplaying and the answer to that is absolutely not like when i am at dragon con i am almost always like oh my god everyone else here is very physically fit very attractive they're in very good costumes Mm -hmm. it's like 
I feel like I don't belong here because <laughs> I am like nowhere near. And like, there's like really smart people there too. Like it is like, it is not what like, I don't know. It's not what like our moms would think, mm. you know what I mean? Cause like whenever I tell people I'm going to Dragon Con, they imagine like, what was that Tumblr or whatever that was like uh, the Magic the Gathering tournament where someone oh, went around and took the butt cracks. all the butt cracks. Right. Yeah. yeah. God, it's so good. What was that called? Do you remember? I, I want to have remember. a link to it in the show notes. But I don't know. Go to tadpog.com. We'll we probably have a link to that. Guy at con with butt cracks. You probably right, find exactly. it. That's a quick Google search. But anyway, I don't know, man. It's gotten to the point now. I don't know if it's my age or what, but it is like, wow, everyone here is way younger than me, way physically fit and super attractive. Uh, and I'm like walking around and just like uh, in a daze, essentially, just looking for somebody that I know, just <laughs> just viewing the crowd, just looking for a familiar face. Well, please. you can go in and then just re-energize yourself with how often you get told how funny and, and pretty you are by all our callers. <laughs> right, <you're right> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Speaking of which, I can't yeah. wait to get the calls. That's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Uh, so, Tyler, mm-hmm. we need to get back to we need to get back to uh, cataclysms quiz. Uh, do you have any idea what the term for performing or having performed a one night stand would be? No, I have no I have idea. No Konging, Konging, <laughs> comma Konged. Is that for real? Like, it's is that come from? Does that come from it's on like Donkey Kong Does or he, something? Like is someone uh, like maybe? Oh, we are gonna fuck. It is on like Donkey Kong. You're about to get yeah. konged. Yeah, that seems aggressive. It does. Yeah, yeah. Konging. Okay. Do you think he made that up? Does should give, we? Does he give us the sentence explaining it? No. Although I should. Could you use that in a sentence <laughs> like spelling bee style? Or origin of word. <laughs> Danish. Right. Mm. right. <laughs> All right, Tyler. Question two. Are these all going to be Donkey Kong related? Oh, I'm curious. I hope so. Because we need, we need the first one to at least establish a theme. Right. Okay. A male prostitute derived from the onomatopoeia. Oh, God. Why do you th- give this word to me? Onomatopoetic fact mm-hmm. that he is a, quote, he whore, unquote. Which sounds like a character off a hee haw, an unpopular yeah. <laughs> hee haw character. He whore. Well, I'm gonna fuck all your pigs. Oh, oh, he whore. <laughs> or it's Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. He's just like infused with toxic masculinity. Ah, <laughs> uh, here comes he whore. <laughs> oh, I'm so bummed out. Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> fuck the whole bunch of bitches. <laughs> Women shouldn't have any rights but to make me a sandwich. <laughs> You remember when he whore was on Married with Children as part of No Ma'am? Best part. Best part ever. That is what we need. We do need fan art of Eeyore wearing a No, no Ma'am, Ma'am t-shirt. <laughs> That's an official request. We need we need he whore. Uh, do you have a guess for the name of a male prostitute derived from the onomatopoetic fact that he is a he whore? So the ono, like an onomatopoeia is like when some when a word sounds like the thing, right? Mm-hmm. So is he a, a dong, key kong? King dong? King dong. A male prostitute? Probably not. Dong, dongy kong? Dong, dong. Dong, key kong. Dong, key kong? Let's go with that because I have sure, no idea. I don't know. yeah. I mean, it's like, hard. gigolo? Because they jiggle? That's the onomatopoeia. <laughs> That's a pun. That's not a, When you jiggle, it doesn't actually a dong, make a jiggle. A donkolo? A donkolo? <laughs> All right. Answer is donkey. A donkey. Okay. A male prostitute. I guess because like the donkey donkey dick. Yeah. And horse right. emissions. That makes, that makes fun. Yeah. Horse emissions. Chunks <laughs> horse emissions. Uh, 
Uh, next question. We're doing really good, by the way. Mm-hmm. But you can tell that mm-hmm. you, that you and I are very much relationship it, it's, boys. It's good. It's good to guess made up words. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question three. The name of Donkey Kong's penis. The name of Donkey Kong's penis. Donkey, donkey, dick. Donkey's dick. Donkey's dick. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like it'd probably be a little more... Donkey cock? Donkey cock? Let's go with donkey cock. Cock. (laughs) Cock. Cock. Cocky cock. Cock. Cocky cock. Yeah, he's just real arrogant. He's Funky's brother. He's just like, you go to visit him, like, getting his barrel, and he's like, yeah, I got a barrel, but, you know. Put my balls in it because they're fucking huge. Because <laughs> I almost went Cockney Kong. Cockney Kong. Uh, oh, my dick is so oh. big. My big ape cock is so big. It's a right barrel, isn't it? <laughs> uh, the answer, the name of Donkey Kong's penis, is Conky Dong, which is... We totally said okay. that. Somewhere in there. We totally said that. All right, question four. The worst kind of wet shit you can imagine, usually followed by a severe case of mud butt. I'm going to go with Gorilla Glue. It's pretty good. That's my guess. Yeah. But that would, ins- that would insinuate that it's sticky. But he said mm. wet. I'm still going to go with Gorilla Glue. Mm. What do you think? Donkey Deluge. Donkey Deluge? <laughs> That's pro- we're probably both right. Uh, answer is anal spray that had nothing what to do with, that Donkey, do with Kong. Donkey Kong. <laughs> I think that we, fucking curveball. <laughs> I think we lost the theme. That was the Major League Three question of the, <laughs> of this game. All right, next question. Well known weird garage surf band. Scott Bakula. Scott Bakula and the Baculettes. <laughs> Bakula in action. Well known garage. Well known weird garage surf band. Butthole surfers. Butthole surfers? Yeah. Butthole surfers. Right. One. Right. Heard they were doing it in Texas or something. Can't remember <laughs> the name of the song. Uh, a person with diarrhea that's getting fucked in the ass. Well, up until then, I was going to say Tyler. Constant diarrhea. It's compact. Wait, it still could be. I don't know how else. <laughs> we haven't finished the question. Yeah. A person with diarrhea <laughs> that's getting fucked in the ass then has a massive explosion that escapes under pressure around the shaft. There, I guess the term is for the person with the diarrhea in that situation. A shit rocket. A shit rocket? Shit rocket. The answer is rusty steam whistle. <laughs> All, right. All right. I can see that. That's a good one. All right. Next question of this 45-question quiz. The only base <laughs> you can slide into where you know you'll get your pants muddy. Sliding Tur- in the- Turd base? Turd base? Turd is it turd base? Because it's- Sliding it's in like, the f- like third base, but it's anal, so it's turd base. Oh, so you're thinking of like the sex bases. Yeah. I was thinking of the diarrhea song, like first, <laughs> uh, feel like I'm gonna burst diarrhea, cha cha cha, diarrhea. <laughs> oh, y'all did cha cha cha. We did because <laughs> we were cultured. <laughs> when you're sliding in the second, what is? How's it go? God, damn it. Uh, so I don't know. The only base you can slide into where you know you'll get your pants muddy. Third base? Third base. Third base. I like it. Answer is fifth base. It is like the sex bases, fifth base mm. being the back base. Well, the fifth base is I the guess. third base. So It is the third base. So my answer was better. Your answer is better. <laughs> Let's just write Urban Dictionary a letter, a sternly written letter. Dear <laughs> Mr. Urban. <laughs> Did you know that Keith Urban runs and operates Urban Dictionary? Well, yeah, with a gun. You're right. 
It's the only way he can. <laughs> it's, 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 it's martial law in UrbanDictionary.com. All right, next question. Name given by a man referring to his penis from, quote, the adventures of Ford Farlane, unquote. Name given by a man referring to his penis. I, do, I am unfamiliar with the adventures of Ford Farlane. Mm, Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. <laughs> final answer. Donkey Kong 3. Far, <laughs> Fair Lane's Revenge. Donkey Kong 9 and a half. Answer is Stanley. All right. That's all right. That's good. Bringing it back around again. I know. I like it. Next question. The act of freezing a bowel movement and sexually penetrating another with the frozen bowel movement. I've heard of this one before. I cannot remember what it's called. I think Kentucky might be in the name. I think this might be one of the Kentucky ones. It's like a freeze pop kind of thing, yes. like a like a something freeze pop or like a Kentucky freeze pop. A Saskatchewan or, stab fuck. A Saskatchewan <laughs> poopy stab. Stabby poop. Answer is Kentucky Klondike bar. Damn it. Uh. I knew Kentucky was – I've heard this one before. <laughs> I haven't heard that. Not a Kentucky freeze pop, a Kentucky mm. Klondike bar. Uh, next question. The act of causing this term is when you're doing anal – and the cum in their butt mixes with the poo and oozes out slowly. Uh, that is, I know this. Really? Uh, Santorum. Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I remember this. It is a Santorum. No. The answer he has is butt honey. But that's totally, I remember. I think, it, I think it's Santorum. I remember. Yeah, all right, we'll look that one all up. Right. That's the other thing about Urban. You know, Keith Urban, like, does a really good job of keeping up the site, but, like, there are a lot of different definitions on there. So, like, yeah. there's probably a lot, of, a lot of arguments. Tyler, last question. Matt says, uh, since I didn't make you a quiz for Donkey Kong Jr. math, mm-hmm. here's an interesting question to make up for it. In the Van Halen music video quote, hot for teacher, mm-hmm. unquote, during one scene with a stripper, the numbers 20, 9, 8, 19, 25, 12, 15, 8 can be read on a chalkboard. Mm-hmm. It is a coded message that says what? I think it's telling you what it's to... It's lost numbers. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the numbers in the vault. Play this in the lottery. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's got to be... Okay, so alphabetically, it's what is 20? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O. We're doing it. B, Q, R, S, T. Okay, T. T. Nine. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, I. Titties. T- I, titties? Prob- no, there's no. not another T. You know what? I took a master class in podcasting. They told me this is like really good. They, they, people love it. They were like, people love it when you just <laughs> read off letters. Also, I feel like I might be given like a coded message for an assassination or something. Where it's like in the middle <laughs> the of talking. The candidate. <laughs> right. A, B, C, D, E, F. Square. <laughs> Q, R, 9. <laughs> All right. So we got a T and an I, um, an 8. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. T-I-H? T-I-H? What does that spell? 19. Are you ready? Or do you want me to just hit the answer? No. You're yawning, so let me just hit the <laughs> You're like, please, God, do not do I this. I had a long work day, man. Eight fucking times. <laughs> All right, the coded message says, holy shit. I never would have gotten there. Okay. It says, holy yep. shit. All right. How? <laughs> we brought T-I-H. T-I-H? Oh, it's backwards. Is it backwards? Z Y. <laughs> I practice this a lot in case I get pulled over. I can do this. Z Y. <laughs> I actually haven't. You want to take some calls? Yeah, let's take a few. Do we have time? Uh, we should. I think we should take a few. Take a take a few. They're all from Adam. Does that change your answer? No. Okay. All right. First call from Adam. Adam, we're listening. 
Also, Matt, thank you for the quiz. Forgot to thank you for that. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, sorry we did super, super bad at it. Also, thank you, everybody, for giving me tips on how to keep my phone awake while I'm taking uh, voicemails. I do want to let you know that I have not done any of those things, but thank you for the <laughs> feedback. All right, here we go. First call. What's up, Tad Paul? It's your beloved Adam. What's Listen, up, Adam? I, I haven't sent you a letter yet that said, I'm still listening, big boys. Big boy? As I promised like a month ago. You know, he calls us big boys because neither, clearly neither of us are Andre 3000. Yeah, true. We're both big boys. We're two big boys. <laughs> Actually, that was the working title of this podcast when we first started was two big boys. Uh, but then well, we- You had to lose a bunch of weight, so- Yeah, well, and I was afraid that people would think it was an outcast podcast and not a video uh, game podcast. Okay. But I'll be honest with or you- Or a Freshes podcast. Or a Freshes <laughs> big boy. Yeah. Um, let's do that. Can we do that? How great would it be if we are an outcast podcast, but we record live in a Freshes big boy? Perfect. We travel around the country to the only eight remaining in the country and record from there each time. Big boy. Boys and big boys. And then eventually we try to get the attention of Outcast and get them on the show. And we ask them what their favorite entrees are on the menu. <laughs> we could do it. It's a podcast where we take Andre 3000 to various <laughs> freshest big boys yeah. across the country. I don't know why you're laughing. This is serious. It's, it's a very gold, serious thing. Right. I'm actually very offended. I know you've had a long work day and you don't mean to offend me, but no, I It's am. so good, I don't know how else to react to it. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't think about that. That is pretty good. Adam continues. Uh, part of that's because I'm lazy. Part of that's because I'm not even sure what... Adam, don't talk about yourself like that. You call us more than anybody in the fucking world. You are not lazy. <laughs> the stamp talk anymore. Um, but it's on my to-do list. So it's going to get done. It's going to get done. I promise. Uh, and and I, I, I just want you to know I'm still listening. I got two things. One thing and one question. Okay. First thing, uh, Dave, I totally yes. agree with you that Kirby's Dreamland or Kirby's Adventure is one of the best-looking Nintendo games on the NES. Yeah, it's great. There is a game oh. that I think you should check out uh, that if there is anything lacking at all from Kirby, it's in this game. Okay. This game wasn't released in the States, but it was released in Europe and other places. It's called Miss Kirby's Euro Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> you actually go through, it's World War II, you play as Kirby, and you go through all the allied powers. You suck up Nazis and get like a point in half. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, that's a controversial <laughs> game. Uh, the one where uh, it's actually you get a game over if you accidentally suck in a Nazi as Kirby and then press down because you turn into one and it's game over. Yeah, is it, you're, you're part of it now. <laughs> you can only spit them out instead of a star. It is a swastika. Your <laughs> gimmick. If you want a hard NES game, yeah, baby, play Give that it to me hard. It's beautiful. The graphics are beautiful. Hold on. Hold on. I was making stupid jokes, so I um, totally didn't catch the name of the game. Did you? Nope. I don't. Th I didn't think he'd said it yet. Oh, shit. Then I just fucked it up real bad. Can we not take calls anymore? Because I seem like I always fuck them up. Is that okay? Can well, we? It's mostly it's, it's Adam cursing. It's Adam. Okay, yeah, let's blame it's Adam. Not, it's not you. It's Adam. It's, it's Adam, for sure. It's 100% Adam. Okay, let's. I'm going to go to the one-minute mark. I'm going to see if he said the name of the game. I, it, it definitely was Kirby's Europe, European Adventure, though. If you want a hard NES game... Play that one. It's beautiful. The graphics are beautiful. No, the music is amazing. All right, I'm going back again. We're scrubbing back. Scrubbing back to the 50-second mark. Also, this from, was in the podcasting Kirby, class. It's in this game. This game wasn't released in the States, but it was released in Europe and other places. He's just it's building up to Mr. it. Mr. Gimmick. Mr. Gimmick. If you want a Gimmick. hard NES game, 
play that one. It's beautiful. The graphics are beautiful. The music is amazing. The game mechanic is awesome. Like, if you love Kirby and you like hard games, you'll love this game. It's called Mr. Gimmick. Look it up. Uh, maybe even play it on your own. Play it's it a little gimmicky. Play it for the show. Who knows? Yeah, a little mystery. Uh, second thing, Tyler, <laughs> you mentioned that uh, the other day Eureka's Castle debuted 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. That's disconcerting because I am 33 years old, mm-hmm. and I distinctly member, remember wanting to watch. Ah, uh, you said member. You said member. <laughs> you want to fuck one of the characters at Eureka's Castle. <laughs> Freudian slip. And watching it's Eureka's Castle. Uh, it's Batley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, there should be a game show called Family Freud instead of Family Feud, and it's just... It's ju- it's the exact same game. It is Family Feud, but just with families who have had incest allegations <laughs> thrown against them. Just weird sexual hangouts. <laughs> Top five places to have sex in an airport. <laughs> Your sister's on the board. vagina, number one. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> so if you do some quick tadpog math, I was at least 12 or 13 years old when I was watching this show. That's tough. That's real tough. So my question is it tough because that is way too old to too be old? watching Eureka's Castle, or why is that tough? Because it just makes you feel old. I say watch what you want, right? Mm-hmm. I watch kids shows all the time, and I'm 37. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've seen the whole season of True and the Rainbow King. Hell, who knows how yeah. many times? Yep, yes, yeah, son. Is do you guys remember any shows that you watched at an age when you probably shipped them and watched them? Okay, or so your that friends is knew so all pornography. They give you all the time. <laughs> I think Eureka's Castle is definitely one of those for me, and I'm sure there's more. Love to hear your guys' answers, and uh, I can't wait to hear your voices as soon as I get off this phone. Love you guys. Oh, Lord. Bye. Oh, Adam. Shows that we watched that we were too old to watch. Power Rangers was a big one for me. I liked Power Rangers when I lived when I was in fifth grade. I remember. Power Rangers would play in the morning when I would get mm-hmm. ready for school, and it would also play in the afternoon when I got out of school. Mm-hmm. And I would watch it in the morning because I knew there's no way anyone would catch me watching it. But yeah. in after school, I would totally play it off and be like, no, I don't have to get home at like three for any particular reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Naruto. Naruto, really? Mm-hmm. Like you felt... Naruto shipping is a little, little you know, age, age with his audience, but yeah. the original Naruto, like early Naruto does have like kid vibes to it. Yeah, totally. Know? Absolutely it does. Mm-hmm. I've played earlier Naruto for Henry, and even he was like, this is fucking baby this shit. It's a baby show. Yeah, <laughs> it is a baby show. He called it a baby show, and I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll play some uh, Attack on Titan for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one more call. Yeah. Yeah? Sounds yeah, good? One more. This is from Adam. Again, Okay. beloved Adam, we're listening. What's up, Tadpog? Immediate second call after the first call. Excellent. First off, I want to apologize to Tyler because after I hung up that phone, I doubted Tyler in my heart because... Because I knew he was going to say Naruto. (laughs) (laughs) And in my mind, that is completely unacceptable (laughs) for a good Christian relationship boy. (laughs) 20 years ago, when I was 13, I can't imagine watching Eureka's Castle. Now, I wouldn't put it past it because I love Power Rangers and (laughs) the Troopers and... The Donkey Kong Country cartoon mm. show. Uh, Which I have never seen any of the Donkey Kong Country cartoon other than maybe like a few minutes on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was a thing, dude, until like we did our I episodes on Donkey yeah. Kong Country. Long after I should have, for sure. 
Um, but because there was a little doubt in my heart, I got on the internet and I shouldn't have because I felt like I was betraying Tyler. Um, but I'm glad that I did because Eureka's Castle debuted in 1989. Uh, so I was not 13. Um, uh, it's funny that I made a joke about Tadpog math a minute ago because then when I go on here, I find out that we've been on for 30 years, almost 30 years rather than 20 years. That makes a little more sense. In 1989, I was just five. So I can imagine watching this show at six and seven years old. So I feel better. Tadpog Nation doesn't think I'm a freaking creep because I'm watching this at 13. Um, <laughs> but I just wanted to let you know. I No, they don't. But I do. It does not look good for you because I know you made this call when that episode was current. But it doesn't look good because it's like a year later. <laughs> I'd like to make a correction. Well, see, yeah, I because I got that information from my time hop that morning. Yeah. So even if it was saying Yorkus Castle went off the I'm air gl- 20 years ago, that would have mean that episode was in 2015. So time hop led me astray on that. Wait, one. what about 2015? Oh, when you saw Eureka's the- Castle went off the air in '95. Okay, so, okay, I got gotcha. you. So even if they said it ended 20 years ago, time hop done got gotcha. you. Time hop, yeah. Time hop done. Which gotcha. I've thought about uninstalling it anyway because yeah, because like, clearly fake news. Well, just yeah, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> CNN and Time Hop. Time Hop. <laughs> <laughs> Urban Dictionary, clearly. It keeps showing me old tweets, which I clearly did not say. But Time honey, Hop, fake news. What's that about? <laughs> All right. So you're going to go on the record? They were, yeah, Time Hop was wrong. All right. Time Hop was wrong. So I, I apologize for giving everyone fake news. On Time Hop's behalf. We're I, gonna, I contributed we're, to apologize. fake news via Time Hop. Look, man, anytime Eureka's Castle facts come up, you got to check that shit, dude. Yep. You got to. You got to. 100% guarantee that Tyler knows it's 30 years, but said 20 by mistake. I guarantee it. Uh, no, Tyler, I, comments? I, I think Time Hop was just wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I think Time Hop was just wrong. And Tyler, if I'm wrong, don't admit it on the air. Let's just, ah, shit. Let's, we got to have. Can we just go back like three minutes? I'm going to edit all this out. Okay, yeah. Just pretend like you meant, you meant 30. Oh, yeah, so yeah, 30. Yeah, all right, okay. All right. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. I got to do, do a marker. All right. Oh yeah, thirty years. Yeah, that's, ah, right. that's, that's right. It. Yeah, that's that was it. it. That was it. For You're sure. right, Adam. All right, you know me so well. You and I. <laughs> he does. I freaking love you. Even though I'm getting Dave's face tattooed on my butt. You're in my heart. All right. Fuck I love you, you guys. Man. Talk to you soon. Going to get Dave. Oh, you, you don't want my face on your ass. You want Dave's pretty face. Like, fine. Do you think fine. Th- the butthole is my mouth? And I like the my facial expression <laughs> is surprised? <laughs> I hope or so. Or like I just ate a lemon or something. Like my face is all there like There you go. Up. There you go. But when he says that you're in his heart, that makes me think that that is a more invasive tattoo because he's going to get his rib cage cracked oh, open, okay. pulled open, and they're going to tattoo your face on his heart. If you do that, we're cool. Otherwise, we are not. We are done. <laughs> there is actually... Delete this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there are people who have said in the past that they're going to get a Tadpog tattoo. Mm-hmm. You know this is fact. Yeah. And you know my stance on that is please don't do that. Oh, I'll say fucking do it. But I'll change that if you get it on your heart. <laughs> if you get that tattoo on your mm. heart, which means that you have to find the perfect Venn diagram where the surgeon, the failed tattoo artist became a surgeon or vice versa mm. uh, and has to perform the surgery and give there you the you tattoo. Go. There you go. Then And that's the only case you can get a Tadpog tattoo. Or there's a brilliant surgeon from overseas who, due to uh, political pressure, be, had to come here for asylum, but they couldn't get their medical license recognized, so now they do heart tattoos. Now they do jailhouse tattoos yeah. on yeah. your heart yeah. because that's where you keep all your secrets. It's like the, uh, the, in, the, in the office, the, the janitor, the, the, Jap- the 
Japanese janitor. Yeah. Who said, yeah, right. I'm best yeah. surgeon in Japan. I love, God, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Man, that is a fucking deep cut on the office, I kill Yakuza boss on purpose. My God damn, I wish you, do you remember his name? Because I, I don't. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Best surgeon, number one. <laughs> <laughs> Which also proves what we were talking about with uh, Stanley, the Game of Watch, Game and Watch. If mm. you pause it, it's actually in that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Did you know that the, uh, that the janitor is actually played by the composer of Donkey Kong 3? Oh, it makes sense. Yeah? It makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Also, Eureka's Castle came out 20 years ago. It did. <laughs> <laughs> You, your your parents lied to you about how old you are, Adam. Ooh, that's, did, that's why. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Did you ever think about your parents that? are goddamn liars? <laughs> did you ever think about that, Adam? <laughs> Maybe it's that. Before you start, I don't know, getting on your Google machine and looking shit up. Why don't you ask your parents what they think? That's what I say, bud. <laughs> Love you, Adam. Thank you for calling. Got anything else you want to do, Tyler? You want to? Uh, you want to roll this up like a like a rug? I'm good. Cause I think I might have a draft. A draft, like a fantasy football draft or yeah, something? Are yeah. you doing a fantasy football thing? The For Blake's League. Oh, are you getting like messages? Like, where the fuck are you? Well, I just got one the same video chat. And I was like, oh, oh okay. is that today? So we should wrap this then. Maybe. All right. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's do it. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher. Yeah. So to miss the next episode, Dave, what you want to do? Um, we haven't talked about this yet. What I would really like to do, since it's the game over at the Retro Video Game of the Month Club, mm. is Super Mario Land 3, Wario Land. Because we talked okay. about wanting to do that when yeah. we did Super Mario Land 2. Uh, would you be down for that? Yeah, sounds good. I think it's a pretty short game. I think we'd be able to get through it in a week. Okay. Um, Plus, everyone, if you haven't already checked out the Retro Video Game of the Month Club, um, Stephen Michael runs that. You probably know him from Nerdy Thursday mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, so check them out. On, it's a Facebook group. It's essentially like a book club where each month we vote on a game that we're going to play and talk about in that group. And um, it's really fun. It's really cool. Uh, there are a lot of cool people there, a lot of uh, other podcast hosts and stuff like that. So it's really neat. I definitely recommend you check it out. So you'd be good with that? Yeah, sounds okay. great. And I know we've still got – I do want to do, um, of course, Shining Force. I want to do that. I'm still playing through that slowly. I have only done one session. Uh, and I, of course, want to do Silent Hill 2 as soon as we can as well. So those are definitely on the list. All right. That's what we're doing next. All right. Uh, let's see. Also, big thank you to everybody who's like, I have Donkey Konga drums that we'll let you borrow. So Yes. Uh, Blumpkin Bear has, uh, I think he's sent those already. Oh, I'm not has? positive, okay. but I think that he has. But there were uh, multiple other people who were like, I've got those if you so, guys ever yeah, want Yeah, thank you. So that's really fucking sweet of you guys. Oh, yes. Um, hey, you want a shirt? Yeah, I do. I saw, I saw, I haven't uh, worn one all cat- day. Catechism Cow. Matt Callum bought one, posted it. Love oh, sweet. It. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome, Matt. You can get those at uh, where? At uh, shirts.hypog.com. Yeah, dog. Shirts, 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 shirts. We actually have sold. Yeah, we've sold some. That's been great. Mm-hmm. We had a lull for a long time, yeah. and then yeah, we had a little bit of a burst. So that's been yeah. cool. Um, psh- hey, we got a Patreon. We do have yeah. a Patreon. Uh, hey, did you enjoy this? Did you enjoy this episode where we talked about uh, poop and cum and a butt, but it also Donkey Kong three for a little bit? If you did. Uh, it would really mean a lot to me, and I'm sure Tyler as well, but I don't want to put words in his mouth. If you would go to patreon.com slash tadpog and chip in a buck. If you chip in a dollar, it helps us keep doing this thing. And also, honestly, makes us feel really good. That's mm-hmm. a big part of it. 
Um, because weirdly doing the show and getting some compensation for it is a super, super good feeling. Yes. Uh, but you also do get access to all the bonus episodes that cool, we've done. Scott, yeesh. 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 Me love you, Long Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can also get access to all the bonus episodes that we've done and the bonus episodes that we will be doing. Uh, Tyler and I need to set aside some time to play Cody Stinson's Shadowrunner Cody's mm. Garfield board game that he mm. sent us mm. while we do the Death Nut Challenge and suck on the toe of Satan. That's going to be uh, that's going to be our next Patreon thing. That will be a video, uh, and I believe that we're working on getting um, Melissa right in on that. Is mm. that a thing that may uh, potentially be Melissa and, and Ashley? Both back, back yeah, again yeah, yeah. from the one chip challenge. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so I'd like to take a moment to thank everybody who has recently upped their donations uh, or and new donors. Uh, I'd like to thank Sean Barry, our very own Blumpkin Bear, for upping his donation. Thank you very much. It's very much appreciated. And we have a new donor, Dr. Bustos. Dr. Bustos. Bustos. So thank you very much for, uh, for the donations. That's mm-hmm. really fucking awesome. Uh, it feels good. Hey, you want to call us like Adam does? Yeah, right. Yeah. You know that guy, Adam, who calls us a lot? You want to be like him? You can call that, uh, that number, 270-883-2555. Uh, hey, there's the Tadpog Facebook group. Hey, there's another Tadpog Nation secret group. A secret group. Where all the fucked Super up secret. shit happens. Yeah. So you can join those. And our theme song is Moose by Sigmore Dry. I'm going to do that. Track and find the show at tadpog.com. I have one more thing. Yeah, do it to it. Tadpog Prom is the thing that happens in March mm-hmm. at the Louisville mm-hmm. Arcade Expo. Mm-hmm. I mentioned this on the last episode, but um, you probably know Sandwich Pope Phil from Tadpog Nation Facebook yes. group, and you probably know him from a bunch of episodes where he's guested on. Uh, his family has a no-fly zone. They've got their, mm-hmm. They're blacked out on uh, flights uh, because they're putting a roof on their house this year. Mm-hmm. But we found a loophole, which I'll be honest— Sandwich Pope, uh, Sandwich Pope Phil's wife Bulbasaur uh, is annoyed by, mm-hmm. but okay with. She yep. signed off on, but yep. she's annoyed by it, yep. which makes me. He found that workaround. Yeah, I, oh, the workaround was found for him. Right, it was exactly. Not his idea. Yeah, it wasn't his idea. I love, I love Bulbasaur, but the fact that it annoys her actually kind of excites me, and it makes me want to make sure that it really <laughs> happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've gotten a lot of donations. To, we're trying to raise a thousand bucks to get Phil to mm-hmm. Tadpog Prom. If you. Also, if you haven't been to Tadpog Prom, you should probably go. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're like at like 520 bucks, I think, mm-hmm. which is- like, I still have to throw in, which I'm going to do later this week. Awesome, which is really mm-hmm. good. So I guess my point is, it's not a done deal. It's not a thing that we're. it's 100% going to happen. Mm-hmm. I feel good about it, and I hope that it does happen, because Tadpog Prom without Phil, he was at the first one, uh-huh. and it's like, yep. and, and he's- a friend. I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. I want him to be yeah. there. You know what I mean? Like that's that's oh su- super drunk like Phil Hawkins. Yeah, it's a good. It's, yeah, it's, a beautiful it's thing. really it's really good. Mm-hmm. So if you uh, Cap- Capsaicin Czar created a GoFundMe mm-hmm. for that, you can find it on the Tadpog Nation Facebook group. You can also find it in the show notes at tadpog.com. You can also find it at bit.ly/slash/get-phil-to-prom. Uh, each word capitalized, please. <laughs> But I wanted to read something because we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're not to the goal. I wanted to read something that Phil said it was okay to read. And mm-hmm. I meant to do it last episode. This is what you're going to get if you kick in. If you kick in to get Phil to Tadpog Prom, this is a quote, a direct quote from Phil. Okay, here we go. Direct quote from Phil. He, uh, but I've made my peace with skipping 2019. So I'm not going to be heartbroken if it doesn't happen. 
Cool gesture, though. I, I'd be everyone's Kenny. This is the part where we underline, all right? Mm-hmm. This is the part that we underline. I'd be everyone's Kenny and eat slash drink whatever I was told to. One chip challenge? Okay, give me five. More Swedish shit liquor? Fucking A, I'll chug it. Put another hole in, put another hole in a wall? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and, then I, and then I ask him, mind if I quote you on that? And he says, oof, that'll come back to bite me in the ass. Oh, for, yeah. Uh-huh. But sure. Fuck. Oh. Swedish shit liquor I can do. Spicy stuff would be a struggle. But for this group, yeah. Oh, Bulbasaur, you're going to get back a different man. Yeah, he's going to come <laughs> He's going to come back different for sure. And He's going to get back and not want to come back anymore. <laughs> exactly. And another thing I want to point out. I'm going to come in Phil's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so I really need you guys to make this happen. Somebody put a, somebody put a $200. I'm going to come in Phil's mouth. <laughs> That's how Tadbog gets on Pornhub. <laughs> like, what's the title of that? Podcast host comes in man's mouth. <laughs> bear on bear GoFundMe page. Open wide for Chunky. <laughs> And, and I'll I will scream that as I do it. So if you want to see that happen at Tadfog Prom, we just need like four hundred and eighty more dollars, I think. <laughs> Phil chugs Tyler's horse admission. Also, I want to point out that it is Phil's birthday during that weekend, so that's also kind of part of it. Oh yeah. yeah. If you want to treat it as like a cool thing that you're doing for a, a buddy, I'm gonna eat a lot of zinc and oh, edge for like two weeks beforehand. <laughs> Uh, okay, I've, I've, this, this title, this Pornhub title is evolving to... To a 4chan post. Yeah. Th- weird middle-aged bukkake. That's where it bought you in the ass, So there Phil. we go. Hopefully, hopefully, we're getting, hopefully we'll see some more donations uh-huh, come in after uh-huh. that. That's, that's my biggest hope. I think that's all I got, man. Uh, all right. You can find us on Twitter, Tadpog mm-hmm. underscore podcast. You can find us on Facebook. I stream on Twitch. Tad, uh, just look up Tadpog on Twitch. You'll find us. Um, I usually do that on Sunday nights. If you want to hang out, come hang out, help with achievements. Uh, it'll be fun. Sometimes I drink a lot. Sometimes I don't. Mm. I'm kind of like a mounds. You got Instagram, Tadpog mm-hmm. underscore podcast. I yep. posted my games and Taco John cup on there. Oh, nice. I need I need to follow us on Instagram. I don't have it. I kind of do yeah, have an Instagram account. account, but it's technically Henry's where yeah. I put like five baby photos on there, and I was like, Instagram is kind of dumb, isn't it? And then I just kind of <laughs> stopped doing it. Hey, want to close this out, Dave? Uh, you want to close it out? Oh, there's so many options. We can close it out as our favorite favorite Stanley. It's both. It was both gonna be Stanley from the Office. Mm, I'm trying to think of other Stanley. No, there's one other Stanley. All right, you All gonna right. do that one? I'm gonna do that one. All right. So until next time. Tropical, tropical, uh, Capricorn. Capricorn. Dorothy, come on, it's just, it's just, help me make some money, Dorothy. Did I stutter? (laughs) Which is great with yours. Yeah. Yeah, Very worked on that one. Stanley Zabornak asking Stanley for the office for money. (laughs) And now a dramatic reading by Tyler Holland. Ring. Ready. Here we go. Wow, what, where, well, huh, I know. Uh, guys. Ready, 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 one, two, one, two, three. You, oh, 
who you you we you we <laughs> you see who Eureka <laughs> who me no you don't you see Eureka's castle <laughs> Eureka's castle yes you Eureka's gee me G, sorry, G, me, G, what a wonderful place to be. Eureka's Castle, 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 Castle. Yes, us, play, we, you, me, you, me, one, two, three, Castle, Castle. Has anyone done uh, Eureka's Castle Black? Like Eureka's Castle, <laughs> Game of Thrones mashup because like that totally, oh, man. that totally needs to be a thing. <laughs> it was cast. It's Castle Black, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Because about to say, if I got that wrong, I'm not gonna edit it. You're just gonna have to do that dramatic reading yep, again. Yep. 